action. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! I take this action! That movie's stuck! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on The Chad Duke Show. Yes, goat. Yes, yes. You have the uh, you have the brand new microphone. It's that fresh plastic. That Spon- new foam smell. Yep. Sponsored by all those generous motherfuckers that uh, donated last week. Well, thank them. Yes, got us a new mic, new stand, new cable, new all that good shit. We officially have the five mic setup. In, I, don't know, I think so. Yeah, there it is. All Indeed, right. very good. Welcome, everybody, to the Fortress Film Society. Chad Duke Show presents the Fortress Film Society, broadcasting live at the Fortress of Solid Dudes, presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival, good old Money Monk, who already sent next month's payment. Oh. Yeah. I think he's reaching a level of chaos now where if, oh. he, uh, if he doesn't, he's worried that it won't get done. So I, I prefer this way. I like getting two <laughs> checks instead of one. Thank you to Monk, uh, Monk's Barbecue, Best Barbecue, and all of Percival. And ain't even close. Make sure you're sending us pictures of you enjoying Monk's Barbecue on social media. I can't wait for us to spend at least half an hour discussing the new news from Joker Foily LaDukes, or whatever the name of that fucking piece of shit is. Wow! All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Fortress film. I am shooed. There is Lottie Dottie. We likes to party. We call him Chris Kringle is what we call him around <laughs> these parts. Oh, good, jolly old Saint Dick is what we call him in here. Hello, Dottie. Good to so see you. So long as we get the DC talk out early. If we just do that yeah. now, and then we can just move on and not have to think about that it. That second Black Adam trailer. Whoo. <laughs> Man. Like, are they ready? Uh, are they ready you for... See, you see the picture of, like, it's it's The Rock's big bald head looking at the screen. They're all, like, watching it in a conference room. Like, it's like him and, like, the, the producers. I can't imagine. Maybe... I was reading... I, I, I st- Oh, Goat is here, too. I'm sorry. Yes, it's, Goat. It's yes, quite all right. Yes. Yes. I was Loud enthralled, goats. actually. Loud Goat is here. <laughs> um... I stumbled across just scrolling through scroll through Facebook where some guy posted a picture of Thor Love and Thunder and said, man, that movie was great. It was so funny. I loved it. And I was like, huh, let me take a look at this because I didn't feel the same way. And there was a woman that commented and her comment was those screaming goats were so funny. And I realized I just don't understand what people want at all. I don't know how to predict them. Um, and so maybe Black Adam is going to make. Seven hundred million dollars, but boy, do those trailers look bad to me! And look like everything else that's happened before it. It might make a ton of money right out of the gate. I'm not sure how much staying power it's going to have. They're 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 taking a note out of Feige's book where they just they stopped caring. It's it's like I said. I think I said this in the last episode. It's the Vince McMahon mentality. They're just saying, "Fuck you! You're going to pay to come see it. We're going to make your money. I, we don't care whether you like it or not." Mm. I think DC is going to start doing that too. I mean, I think they were trying for a long time, <laughs> and I think at this point now they're just like, "Fuck it! We've already canceled two of our movies, so we're going to just ride this one out, and then hopefully we'll stop." Please, um, <laughs> I fucking hope they'll. Stop. It would be great, Donnie. If real quick before we start the show, could you pull up um, one more sleep till Christmas from the Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> I can do that. So excited! So there's a couple of ways we can tie into this. Um, we taped this episode uh, previously, and it was a, a night where we I had to do a couple of shows because we were dealing with everybody's got their own schedule, and uh, I always do, I avoid the uh, I avoid taking a nip, taking a drink uh, before we start the last show of the evening. And uh, Tuber was running the board, and he wasn't drinking either. And uh, Ant-Man was sitting here, and Smoky Mountain Joe was sitting here. Nobody took a drink. 
So as soon as the first episode was done, I said, all right, who's drinking? And of course, everyone's <laughs> hand went right up in the air, except for, for two. Mm-hmm. And Tube loves bourbon, and uh, I love bourbon, and I love drinking bourbon with Tube, and I don't get to do it a lot. And so I said, hey, Tube, you want to have some bourbon? I got some nice bourbon over here. And he said, no. And I said, okay, all right. You seem a little sad. And he's like, I am. And I was like, okay, no worries. <laughs> I haven't been sad once. Today. He's like, I want to die. And I'm like, okay, no problem. It's, it's not I, a big deal. I don't think that's an exact quote, but you, you might it, be interpreting in a little bit. In yeah, the ballpark. Like, all right. Um, so I went to the back, and then I came up front, and I uh, I poured myself a glass, and I looked at and I looked at the tube, and I said, "Is there any way I can entice you?" And he said, "No, I gotta work tomorrow. I got a big long day." And I said, "Well, I got a Christmas bottle of Maker's Mark back there that I haven't opened yet. It was a gift last year. And not only do I have a Christmas bottle of Maker's Mark, but inside that box coat is not only a bottle of Maker's Mark wearing a Christmas scarf." But there is a Maker's Mark Christmas scarf for humans inside the box oh, as well. Two scales of scarves. And I looked at Dottie, and I saw his heart fill up with Yuletide cheer like the Grinch. <laughs> and I said, not only will I open this bottle for you that I have been saving for the holiday season, but I will wrap that scarf around your neck and not do what I'm sure your parents want to do, which is pull it tight until you pass out. Not only will you be able to drink the Christmas Maker's Mark wearing a scarf, but you will be matching that bottle wearing your own Maker's Mark scarf. And then, in the most peer pressure I've ever applied to any individual, invoking the name of Christ our Lord and his birth, he relented and has poured himself four fingers of Maker's Mark. And I'm very, very excited. Thank you, Donnie. Good. I really just wanted him to leave me alone. This is the I, I can, way. You know, I'm not disappointed in you. I understand. These are these are the maneuvers you have to do to get around something in life. Merry Christmas to one and all. Yes. Um, and the fact that you also look incredibly dapper right now. Does he look now. festive, too? I mean, I'm also, this is my first encounter with Streamline Dottie. Okay. Yes, he's lopped off the ponytail. Yes. And uh, I think, and with that and the refined mustache and the refined beverage and the scarf, it's an entire new look. And the, the scarf he's wearing looks like the scarf that the little bunny rabbit gives Michael Caine in a Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. Which, by the way, to transition completely, going back to my, my radio roots, the Muppet Christmas Carol uncut coming to Disney Plus for the 30th anniversary they announced at the D23 Expo. The only fucking thing I was interested in they announced <laughs> at the D23 Expo. That is worth a one-month subscription just to watch that bad boy five but or six They times. had the Muppets show up and everything. Goat, why can't they do the Muppet family Christmas on D23 also? I have no idea. I, I feel like I've found the reason why that's a lost item at this point, but I don't recall it at the moment. I don't know if it's because if there's a music licensing issue or what. But that would probably be it. It seems like it It has to be a, a what, what hurdle that can be overcome. They do a bunch of traditional Christmas. Maybe maybe the Fraggles are owned by someone different or something because you know they show up and Sesame yep. Street shows up. That could be it. I think, think? It, I think it might be the Fraggles because that's that was an HBO thing yeah. when it first came out. And so Sesame you've got Street that. Is, is Warner as well, well, it is now. Yeah, but oh, yeah. it was it's, yeah. So that might be the uh, dividing line, especially now that our old pals Haslabs at the helm of Discovery Warner right. time. Everything gets canceled and then turned into garbage. The rendition of We Need a Little Christmas when they're all in the truck driving to Fozzie's house, oh. mom's house at the very beginning is one of my favorite Christmas songs it's of just all joy. time. joy. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. And they, the, the way, doing all those puppets in a truck while it's snowing, I'm like, just the time and effort, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, anyway. I digress. I, I wish. Merry that, Christmas. Uh, yeah, Merry hey, Christmas to the both of you. I'm Merry happy Christmas. Cheers to you, Doc. I haven't been yes. doing a lot of drinking, but I'll share one with my drinking friends. Drinking and clinking. Yeah, oh, we'll, he'll on share one. Let's see how that goes. All right. Um, I, uh, I do, I've got his back. 
you know, you're talking about the uncut uh, Christmas um, Carol coming to yes. Disney Plus. I I don't know why. Well, I would say I wish that Disney Plus would utilize that more because I think they have the ability to put all sorts of stuff on there. Namely, I think what could be the biggest attraction, which is the you know the original. The if you will despecialized edition of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I think that would be an amazing you know marketing ploy to get people to subscribe and, and, and they already have it too is, in the coffers. Yeah, like like figure shit out with that that you know colossal asshole Lucas and and get those versions on there. I think that more services that have access to entire catalogs should feature that. Like, if you have access to Blade Runner, have different versions. There's, like, five versions of that movie. Yeah. But like, have them all available, because it's so easy to do in a streaming library. And I think point. Disney Plus could start with Star Wars, but have so many other things Because there's a well. THX remastered that I think we all had on VHS. Mm-hmm, and absolutely. when the special editions came out. I don't hate those as much as everybody else does. But um, wouldn't it be cool to just fire it on whenever you want oh, to? Oh, 100%. Yeah. The part that I thought was worth it by itself was the Millennium Falcon flying around Bespin. Um, I thought they did a really good job updating kind of the technology. I think yeah, there was a there was a lot of good with yeah. it, but there was when it was bad, it went really bad. And actually, Empire is the one I think that suffered the least. Like it yes. had the least tinkering with it, less know? songs, lot less musical performances. Because yeah. I believe in Jedi, you had the. The new Cantina song. They called it in Jedi. It was, I believe, called Jedi Rocks instead okay. of the old Size Noodles song that was like a weird, funky. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And you then, also got the the Sarlacc looking like a fucking tongue. That was very strange. Yeah. And then the uh, the the Enya song at the beginning. I said a nub nub. Oh the end yeah. When they uh, blow up the fucking uh, the yeah. Death Star. Yeah. wub wub. I used to love yeah. singing that song. And then they had an Enya song that. I, for a while, they were emotionally drained me a little bit, but then at first, then I started to hate it. <laughs> anyway, uh, those are all good ideas for the Disney. They should just turn over the reins. We'll take care of it. Why don't you give me a call, Disney? Yeah, send us all uh, Maker's Mark Christmas cards. We'll I'm, get it done. I'm holding out hope for the 50th anniversary in a few years. Of what? Star Wars. Oh, wow. That yeah, that'll be when they go, all right, everybody go. Yeah, that'll be my 50th anniversary, too. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you want to thank Ant-Man, Ant-Man for oh what uh, you have on the table there, Loudio? This is an incredible festive seasonal bounty of holiday, well, Halloween-themed cereals. All, th- well, three of the monster cereals, uh, most importantly, is a family-sized box of Fruit Brute. With the original artwork, by the way, not that stupid motherfucker that we were talking about last week that ruined I'm everything. very excited about this, and a box of the Halloween Fruity Pebbles as well, which they make a big note on the front that says, that. same fruity taste, but the flakes themselves, the pebbles, are in fact purple and orange. So that's such a weird bit. You just get me with the with the gimmick when you do a visual change like this. I'm still all in. I like the box art a lot, yeah. but it's the it's the thing that Oreo does where it's like, hey, here's our Christmas boo Oreos, red, red cream. They're <laughs> just the fucking same taste. See, like, really? I'm I'm an easy mark in those respects. I do appreciate it when they go the extra mile, but I'm also I'm satisfied with just a a visual gimmick. Why no Why no yummy mummy this year? I wonder. I don't know. I was disappointed when I saw the line. I mean. I was excited to see Fruit Brute back, yeah. but yeah, Yummy Mummy, I'm hoping, will be next year. And it was part of the 50th last year when they did the, the Monster Mash. He was on the box, so he hasn't been completely uh, tossed to the coffers of history, but hopefully next year there will be the return of the Fruity Yummy Mummy. Admittedly, I buy the uh, Halloween Oreos with the orange cream by the cart. Like, really? Yeah, I, I, I can't resist He's not disappointed in that? Because they did it for Christmas, too, where the, the, the cream is red. Yeah, but those of... look like the devil, so that's also cool. 
Jesus Christ. Now, around Christmas, they usually have the gingerbread ones, too, which are an order of magnitude better. I like them, but I just, I don't like the, here is our Christmas version. It's just a different color. You know, that's always kind of been a turnoff to me. But um, love seeing those on the shelf. Yes, and uh, and thanks very much to Ant-Man for being the uh, agent in the field to score these family size boxes. Your mule. He's your fucking uh, cereal mule. Um, And he loves the mule. So also the other part... (laughs) Is they didn't do the combination one this year, though. No. Or they had all of them together. As I was calling it last year, I believe it was the factory sweepings box because like it was just whatever yeah. was left over. Somebody came in and told me that they worked in a, a pipe shop or a, a cigar shop, and they used to roll like uh, all the tobacco up for everyone. And then they had a blend where they would just sweep off the counter, <laughs> and it was like $2 less, but it was just all the shit that was left over, and people loved it. They would come in and buy all of it up because it was just completely a unique blend. Yeah, it's they, like the logic of the, the decanter with the, the, legacy the, decanter. The, the last little bit of each bottle of bourbon. I'm working on one of those at the house yeah, as so we am speak. I. I've done that with hot sauce, actually. Have you? Yeah, I think it's worked out pretty well. As long as they're yeah. all... As long as they're all, like, amenable flavors to Funneling the hot sauce seems to me it might be a chore. Do you have, like, a, a tiny little... I do. Oh, of course. Yeah, I was about to say, come on, who are you talking to? Do you have a funnel ledger that keeps track of all your Thankfully, funnels? Thankfully, no. They're all very easy to keep track of. The collection is not vast enough to need a, an inventory. But Very yeah. good. Um, lots to get to this week on the Fortress Film Society. Uh, there's a couple of bonus movies that we said we were going to discuss, but it was... Uh, our buddy Tuber's selection this week. And so, of course, Tuber, the floor is yours. House, directed by Steve Miner from 1986. Uh, was streaming in a couple different areas. Shudder, be Prime, uh, starring William Cat and George Went. We've kind of stuck with the motif of horror movies for, I think, the last three episodes. Once, like we, once we dipped into Hell House LLC and had those pumpkin uh, donuts... I think there was no turning back, which I'm totally on board with. I also think we start celebrating. The second, yeah. you know, August flips over, Halloween's on the clock for me. Yeah, so. pumpkin coffee went on the menu at Dunkin' about a month ago, and it was it was game over. And, and right. I've just pretty much watched only horror movies since. Um, this was uh, something that, not, well, none of us had seen until recently. Chad, you watched it, I think, maybe just like a week or so before we announced yeah, it on the maybe uh, a couple, but yes. On the episode. Um, I think an early example of a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. That uh, not not too present in like the mid '80s. I also didn't know it was a horror comedy when I watched it, so it was a bit of a surprise when uh, funny stuff started happening. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. looks terrifying again from the cover box art. Uh, basically, it's a it's a, like a famous author um, who, uh, but not a Stephen King story, who decides to live in his uh, recently deceased aunt's house while he's separated from his wife and dealing with like a a missing child and um, also trying to write a book about his like. His experiences in Vietnam. He's like, having in, in a great time. Yeah. So yeah. like, like kind of right off the bat. But the thing is, like, this movie's way more like upbeat and kind of silly than than like the way we're describing it. Right. right now. Yeah. Especially with the opening scene where it's got a pretty vicious hanging se- yeah. sequence where you're. Oh yeah. Sets it up to be kind of a spook show, and then uh, I gotta say, I, I don't want to jump the gun here. The Vietnam stuff took me way off guard when we first started watching it. They're like having extended scenes of them fighting in the Nam with Bull from Night Court. Yep. Yeah. That, that was, when I saw his name come up in the credits, I was like, Richard Maul. Yay. And then as soon as he shows up on screen, I said, of course. Of course this is he's perfect. Here. Yeah, I love him. Now, I did like the, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, but speaking of the Vietnam sequences, I liked the fact that they set it up whenever he sat down to write that's when you were going to get your Vietnam flashback, right. basically. So that was it was a nice. I don't even device. think I noticed that. But I think yeah. I think they're pretty kind to the audience. There's not th- this movie could easily be very messy, mm-hmm. and I think they do a good job of of keeping things 
kind of in line or at least leading you into whatever whatever the scene is going to look like, whether it's going to be a particularly uh, scary, quote-unquote, or like a, a goofy scene, things like that. And um, a, lo- a lot of comic relief from... Well, William Katz, hilarious, his like big over-the-top reactions, but obviously George Wentz running around in this oh movie, God. too, and yeah. kicking the door in every five minutes like while, <laughs> while this guy's battling... Literally his inner demons and real demons. <laughs> so um, it's George Went, right? Yes. Okay, cool. You, you got Carson Wentz on the brain because, of course, hail to the commanders. Oh, did I say Wentz? Um, <laughs> was anybody shocked at how much George Went, because he's younger in this, looks like Jim Jester? I w- was going to bring that up if no one else did. Almost. I mean, there's scenes where he's just like sit there looking jolly. Where I'm like, oh my god, he looks just like Jimmy. We got to put pictures up on the Instagram. <laughs> I, and, and, and I know it sounds like I'm fucking shitting on him, but I'm not. No, 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 no. He was like an amiable, like you know, fun guy bringing yeah. food over to the house, smiling, trying to make the best of things. I thought I got a very um, almost John Candyish vibe yeah, from Went in this movie. Well, I like me, especially at the beginning when when he first meets uh, what's what's the author's name. Roger, yeah. yeah. When, Roger he, when, Cobb. He, when he first meets him in in the driveway, how about Roger Cobb wearing that plunging sweater V neck when he met him? <laughs> what the v. fuck is up with that? Oh, Looks man. like he came out of a science fiction audition. It, it's yeah. very strange. <laughs> that get up. But he's he's standing there in the driveway and he goes, "Thought oh, lady lived there. She was terrible, biggest bitch on the planet." I don't know. He's like, <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, she was my aunt. Heart of gold, though." <laughs> Just that immediate one eighty was candy-like. very candy. Yeah, I would but, agree. Which is a high compliment as far as I'm concerned. I just want to come over for dinner. Yeah. Bring, bring the exactly. whole family over. It's just me. Oh, that's even easier. That's, yeah. That's that's great too. Yeah, yeah. He, he was great. He was great in this. Um the women are kind of weird in this movie. Uh his wife that I did kind of like the uh, is it, I don't know what it's called, the mechanism or where you didn't know if it was her for a while when the ex oh, yeah. when she shows yeah. up and he thinks he's murdered her and all that. And then the fucking subsequent creatures that uh spawn from that whole interaction. Oh, disturbing. Very awkward they and were, weird. But the part where the fucking one is upstairs and has the shotgun up to the back of his head and is like talking to him after yeah. he's blown it away. I'm like, this is a wacky fucking movie. With like a weird gizmo voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys like the movie? Oh, yeah. I dug it. I had a, I had a lot of fun with I it. Loved yeah. it. I loved it. I was so happy. That's why I, I don't like texting you before. I, I shot a text to him. I'm like, God, I hope you guys like this because... It's so much fun. Like I enjoyed watching it again because I was drunk the first time I watched it. Shocker. <laughs> watching it sober was was uh, was great. Yeah, it's it's very eighties, and I do mean that in the best possible way. It's got a little bit of each genre that it's trying to put in there, and it, I, as far as I'm concerned, it succeeds. There's no wasted motion. There's no downtime. Really, everything is just kind of bam, bam, bam. You're like ready to go for the next scene and the next bit of action or horror or whatever and it doesn't it catches you off guard in the good way it keeps you guessing as it yeah. moves along you talk about how frightened you were of uh, like the VHS bo- uh, box art spook me i love the poster for this i love that it's you know it's a painting and and that's something that we really don't get anymore yeah. I, I think especially with horror movies and uh, I, I think everything about it is cool and, and you know I've even gotten it blown up here and you can see like worms sticking out of the hands and stuff like that it's you know a, a severed zombie hand did we figure out if it's ringing a doorbell or if the finger is a key oh, it's got unlocking. a key yeah, okay it's coming into I always thought it was ringing a doorbell because every time I looked at it when I was a kid I just said oh nope I'm moving away well the there sequel there is like a very visible key on the finger okay of, uh, and it's uh, it's on the other side it's it's like going left instead of right in the poster as well, but this one been on my list for years, really more than anything because you just see like that that artwork, and I'm like, well, that has to be that has to be really cool, mm-hmm. you know, like that that's always like 
um, why it's been on my list or why I've always kind of uh, circled around it around around Halloween time. And I think what's so interesting about it being the kind of over-the-top, at times almost like slapstick horror comedy that it is, is this came out a year before Evil Dead 2. See, and I would oh, love I didn't even to, put that together. I would love to hear, you know, if if Ramy has a take on it, if it had any type of influence. Are we goats nodding furiously? I, I like am very much so because, well, I don't know the story behind that at all, but I know that when he went through the mirror and was on the yeah. rope and that winged demon skull thing was oh attacking him. Oh, my God, him. that was so fucking flying dead. And, and what I said, the, I said, it takes the shotgun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, did we just go into a Sam Raimi movie without even knowing it? And yeah. I was happy to see that happen. Yeah, I thought, yeah. It was, I thought it was really cool. I mean, I love going back and seeing, oh, what what could have you know influenced this? Or yeah. at least, like, I would put these two movies now together in a heartbeat where if someone watches you know Evil Dead 2, I'm like, oh, you love that? Well, now try watching House from by by Steve Miner because you're going to love this as well. Yeah, but also even the end sequence when uh, when Bull's sitting there as a corpse. I mean, that's very much like when Bruce Campbell gets oh, turned yeah. into a dead eye, and um, even some of the mannerisms, even the double barreled shotgun. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's that's Ash's weapon. It has to be a huge influence. I'm surprised I didn't I didn't check that out. Um, I love the creatures in this movie. The one that comes lurching out of the closet is so much fun. That's awesome. Oh, um, with the old extra face where it's not supposed yeah, to be a bit. Very, yeah. very the thing. Very John yes. Carpenter's the thing. And then the little kid gremlin guys that steal the kid and drag him up the fucking, uh, <laughs> drag him up the chimney. I thought those guys were hilarious. And I love the woman, the big fat woman demon thing where he's chopping her up and uh, he's trying to hit on the chick with the bathing suit and the, the hands coming out and he's stomping on Still it. moving, yeah. He flushes it down the toilet. Oh, my God. An amazing toilet, <laughs> watching by that, the way. Yeah. Watching that yeah. hand go down the toilet, I was laughing my ass off. I want to get one of those these days. <laughs> yeah, the special effects are a lot of fun. And, I, I, you know, we're all fans of practical special effects yeah. as well. Um, I mean, skeleton slash zombie bull. <laughs> yeah, that was look, great. Looking like he came right off of an Iron Maiden cover was so fantastic. Very Eddie vibes for that. There wasn't much to dislike about this. I, I couldn't think of anything offhand where I was... You, I think you said it doesn't drag anywhere. Um, there's parts that are spooky. Like There's parts where like, a lot of stuff with the, the aunt or the grandmother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when she shows back up and she's wrapping the noose around her neck and he like dives and she disappears. Like There's scary shit that happens, but it's never... I, I always say this, but I know you guys love Shaun of the Dead, but I, that, that, that fucking movie, I don't believe it knows if it wants to be a comedy or a horror movie because it does both really hard. And I think this one, to me, was more benign where okay. it kind of walks in between yeah. those worlds a little bit better. I would say that's the case. This is a much more, I guess the word accessible might come to mind. 100%. Like I think you could show this to anyone. Like this is good for anybody who's watched a movie would enjoy this. I yeah. there's no like I don't see anything that happens in this movie that really has like an age restriction on it, especially these days. I think you could put this on at a Halloween party. It would be a lot of right. fun. There's some great zings. Like there's one where the cop is uh, in the hallway. And he goes, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I'm I'm just kind of looking at this thing." And he goes, "Yeah, my my aunt was an artist." He goes, "I guess." And it's just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" It's like, by the way, that cop. Uh, has been in a million things. Yeah, but uh, he's in Blues Brothers. Yes, right? real cute. <laughs> they fucking smash the good old boys smash into that cop car, <laughs> uh, which is good. Um, is there any reason why this movie was R? I feel like it could have been PG thirteen. Like all of the violence is so was this bef- cartoonish? Was this before PG thirteen was a thing? Was it right um, before? That's PG-13 interesting. I don't came know. Around after Temple of Doom. Temple so of Doom was the Temple yeah. of Doom was eighty four. So this okay. is probably right on like the. Uh, 
right on the line of of when they're figuring out what PG-13 was. I I can't be certain that PG-13 came around immediately after Temple of Doom. I just know that was what... It was in the response to that movie. That's what kind of changed They were like, how could this be PG? Oh my God, look at what's happening. So I... Yeah, that's the only reason I would think it would be an R. Like, it's probably one of those technical reasons. Like, there's the number of things that are cut off of someone or a beheading. As a child, I don't think... I don't think humor or tonality is is impactful, nearly as impactful as when you're an adult. So the second that thing came out of the closet, I think it would I would have had nightmares about that for six months. Whereas if as an adult, it then leads to him setting up all the cameras and George went coming over with like a six pack and And the harpoon gun. What the fuck is going on up here? I like the the flying daggers and the the garden tools that he uses. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of fun stuff, but I just don't think. Any of that matters. I feel like twelve would be a good cutoff for this. I feel like a twelve year old could watch this and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, depending on the twelve year old, it would have fucked me. I feel like ten year old Dottie would have been all about this. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's funny that we're talking about. You know, I can't figure out why this is R. I I can't remember. But like the other day, I was just driving around and this popped into my head. Do you guys remember when The Conjuring came out in twenty thirteen? Yeah, that movie was rated R, and like, and this could have been also like a publicity stunt. But I remember like. Headlines were saying like, "Oh, this movie was rated R just because it's too it's scary." So scary because you watch it and there's not really any gore, there's no nudity, there's no like like you know insane language, mm-hmm. and they they claim that they had to make it rated R just because of how scary it was. And I jumped to that immediately when you're you're trying to figure out what this one you know was rated R for. And and, and honestly, The Conjuring is way more intense than oh yeah than House. But I, I always like to uh, to think back to that one specifically where, you know, how are we actually making these decisions or are we just trying to, you know, amp up some hype for this one? Is The Grudge rated PG-13? Yes. Is The Ring rated PG-13? Yes. Well, if those are both rated PG-13, <laughs> then this movie could have been rated PG-13. How, how good is The Ring, by the way? I mean, it's it was horrifying at the time. I would love to talk about The Ring sometime. I haven't <laughs> seen it in 100 years. I'd have to go back and watch it again. The problem is I think it's one of those movies where so many other films have borrowed from it. Yeah. That I don't know that the original will be as impactful. It almost feels retroactively derivative. Holds up for me, man. I rewatch it? it every couple of years. Uh, it's got it's it's Gore Verbinski, and it's got like just like a cool look to it. Like it's it's made like a pro. Um, I think it, it kind of stands alone. Also, there's a horse that commits suicide by jumping off a boat. Fucking hilarious oh, every yeah, time. I mean, yeah. every time I'm laughing my ass off. The Grudge was always the one that fucked me up, though, because of the, the noise. Like, the noise the kid's uh, making mm. up in the fucking corner. It just, yeah, this, the, anything that has that screeching, no, th- yeah. It'll never not get me. Um, there is a review here for House on, I mean, we, reviews take them or leave them, but... It says, as a film, House is still much of a warm, at times bonkers, family-friendly horror as it's ever been. And that's from 2017 when, you know, things started to get divisive. So, um, I don't know. Family-friendly is right there in the fucking review. It does feel, I mean, it depends on your family, yeah. as, as with most things. Monk would show this to his daughter, no oh, problem. Yeah. This would, this in would the be, nursery. Yeah, this, this, would be, be, this would be on the, the, lullaby, the lullaby loop. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, Steve Miner's resume. No, he's no stranger to to horror movies in the '80s. He directed Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, uh, Part Three. I think one of the oh H two O. So he's he's dabbled in some of the biggest franchises and definitely knows what he's doing. When did Evil Dead come out? It came out before this, right? Evil Dead was early '80s. The like first 80, Evil Dead. Yeah. Eighty-one, maybe. I mean, one of the reviews is saying this borrows heavily off of Evil Dead, but I think much more Army of Darkness. I yeah, think. I think. Maybe in a tone way, like just the way Ash behaves, and then when when things start getting a little bit wacky, so there's there's a little bit of that inspirado there, but not uh, it's not a complete 
it, they're they're cousins, but then not look siblings. At, look at Evil Dead Two that came out a year later, and and to the know, nth degree. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because like in Evil Dead Two, that's when like the uh, the you know the deer heads on the walls start their eyes start flashing and they're yeah. moving around and laughing and stuff. That's what I thought of immediately when the swordfish. Oh my god, is, is moving around. around. And I thought I thought of that, and then I thought of the Sopranos as well when the sure. fish starts talking to them and stuff. <laughs> um, but but that was yeah, like like that Evil Dead Two takes that directly. Like there's not even you know that's not even like an inspiration. They just like that's a cool looking gag or a cool looking effect, and we're just gonna do that, and we're gonna amp you know we're gonna amp up the energy even more. Yeah, looking back, they're almost symbiotic. Yeah, which uh, which I appreciate. What are we uh, what are we giving this thing? I would give this. Hmm. I think I think I have to stop at a three and a half, even though I really loved it. I think it's it's wacky enough that I don't know if I could go to a four. But I would definitely recommend this to anyone who enjoys, like I said, to, who enjoys a fun movie. Right. Um, I think there's things out there that I would say are quote unquote better, but maybe not as much fun. Like if you compare this, I would say Evil Dead 2 is a four for me, and then this is a three and a half. I think three and a half is where it's going to stay for me too. Um, I've watched it now a couple of times. I've enjoyed it both times. Um, I It's... I don't know why I wouldn't give it a – it could be a four. If it said four, I would say, okay, that makes sense. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like you said, that, that whole – Sam. It, it feels Sam Raimi-ish to me, but not as Sam Raimi. There, there's sequences in this that are fantastic, though, that yeah. I really, really enjoy. Um, and the, the actors are good. I like the script. When she's screaming at the beginning, you old bag, can't you leave? Stay out of our life. <laughs> like, I always enjoy one of those. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say three and a half, but uh, a very strong three and a half. And I certainly, if if, if you're into, like, a, a funny horror movie, I, most assuredly is it will be in your Can't wheelhouse. go wrong. Yeah. A very enthusiastic three and a half. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Goat's Boat, like, Goat's Boat. Jesus. Goat's Boat. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, Coming I'm, this I'm fall in, to I'm ABC. In the, yes. I'm in the same club as Goat. I think that there are movies that improved upon what this movie does, which is why I don't think it can go higher than a three and a half. But that that is in no way like its fault, right? And it's it's definitely like it's a, it's a recommend to almost everyone that I I could think of, honestly. And I think that in its own is a really big deal that you can recommend this to almost anyone, yeah. not just people that like horror movies. I was gonna say even if you don't like that, horror you know, movies, I think you could show. enjoy this one. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, because there's nothing too horrific. I mean, unless any type of creature situation completely turns you off, uh, there's nothing in this that's gonna. It, it reminded me more of Gremlins than it did like The Exorcist. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah, that that fun kind of horror where uh, there was one shot when the little RC car comes in yeah. from down the hallway, and the pan and his motion and the RC car all come to a stop at the exact same time. I was just like. That's masterful. Mm. I wonder how many takes they had to do to get that perfect. But that that camera move, him and the car all stopping at the exact same spot. I was like, I rewound it just to watch it again. I was like, yeah. that's good stuff. There's some good stuff. There was a bunch of well shot things in this movie. I, I'd like to. I kind of want to check out the sequel. Did any of the original cast members return for the second one? I didn't. I didn't take. I didn't check that out. I have not uh, delved that deeply. And also, man, I tell you what, watching this in the same show where we're going to talk about the Amityville horror. <laughs> uh, I fucking really appreciated this. No, movie. no recurring cast members in. Is it in house the same house? Even bummer. because I oh, was good. Bill Mars in it though. Wow, maybe yikes! Not. I was maybe really, <laughs> I was really bummed that the house was burning at the end because it was a cool house outside yeah. of the whole being haunted yeah. thing. You know, 
Well, I mean, the good thing is uh, the Woman King is getting 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. All right, good. So I'm glad we um, <laughs> glad we all enjoyed that. Uh, now, Goat, uh, do we need the piss break, or are we good to start up our next one? How do you gentlemen feel? I'm fine. I pissed in between uh, the shows. All right. Well, then let's proceed. You sure? Yes. All right, I will not pull a jester. Love you, but your, your bladder's been on this earth longer than our bladder, so I just want to make sure that... I know. It's got a lot more experience. <laughs> I know a lot more. I'd probably have... Taking as many pisses as most seventy-five-year-old <laughs> men at this point, just for the alcohol consumption. Not as the A-man's the leader in the club. He's the he's the Ichiro, by the way. His on-base percentage is through the fucking goddamn roof. Um, you want to talk Amityville Horror? Now, do we want to pick the next selection, or do we want to move into oh, the next whatever. movie? It's your, I believe it's your choice. I'm not it? sure how. You, I feel like we. I don't know what the protocol is. Let's anymore. do it. Let's, Let's pick your all movie. right. Now, I will apologize. Oh fucking god! No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize for breaking the horror streak. Oh okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, fuck you. All yeah, right. it's also October coming up. It's we're getting there. All right. Yeah. Uh, my movie is called The Toll in most countries, and in the United States, it's called Toll Booth. Foreign language? No. Oh, damn it. Sorry, it is not. Uh, it is a uh, 2021 mystery and thriller with a dash of comedy. Uh, I saw its name come up last year, and it was one of the ones I didn't get onto a list. And when I was looking for movies for the Film Society, I thought this is actually right up the alley. It's a darkly comic thriller about a lone toll booth operator with a past that is fast catching up with him. Mm. And the one quote from a review that I wanted to uh, to give you guys to settle to set up why I landed on this movie, Ryan Andrew Hooper's debut feature is perfect for film aficionados looking for a light bite of entertainment, 83 minutes of swearing, gore, and just enough twists to keep you on your toes. Like all that. So I feel like uh, that was kind of a... A, a solid uh, Film Society wheelhouse pick. It's 86% from the critics, only 71% from the audience, which is a little bit of a red flag. But overall, from what I've read and seen about this, it feels like it's uh, it's going to be a fun ride. Sounds a little Guy Ritchie-ian, too. Yeah, kind um, of inspired in that regard. Which I'm a big fan of. I'm looking at some of the screen caps from this movie. It looks a little batshit crazy, to be honest with you. But, uh, okay, uh, Northern Ireland or United... Which where is it? Is it filmed in Belfast? These I recognize a couple of these actors from Game of Thrones, so I have to imagine in that area. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I'm a Cockney accent, fucking Scottish accent, uh, Irish accent, any of that stuff always, for some reason, quick dry humor from uh, the United Kingdom. I'm always in, in favor of that, especially if it's a, a copious headshots. And our guy, Michael Smiley, who's been in a bunch of stuff. As soon as you see him, you'll yeah, know yeah. exactly he who he is. He was in The Nun, I believe. I think he was the main priest in The Nun. Um, probably not a similar role to this one. Just a little bit different, yes. Yeah. So it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Looks and, good. And again, 83 minutes, hard to go wrong. Can you guys believe that they're making a Knives Out 2? Yes. And they're calling it like the Glass Onion. Yeah. And then it says underneath it, a like in tiny script, a Knives Out mystery. Like that movie was so... It re was reviewed so highly and, and beloved. I mean, so many people love the mm -hmm. first one. I, I enjoyed it. I know. I I just don't know how you don't make it knives out it, is too. Is it too pedestrian to call it knives out too? I think that's an auteur kind of decision yeah. from uh, from the filmmaker, and because that, that's still Ryan Johnson doing the second one as well. So I think he wants to. I don't know. I I almost appreciate the fact that they're giving the name of the sequel. It's to a top terrible billing. name. 
It's well, it's a weird of, name. Yeah. It's a Beatles song. Yeah, it's a Beatles but, song. Yeah. Right? I have no idea. The Beatles are not in my wheelhouse, but it's a bad name for a movie. It reminds me of Crystal Skull, which I always thought was a bad name for Well, a you don't want to remind people of this Crystal Skull ever, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I just I was I was kind of shocked by that. Like you work so hard to get a successful movie and then to start a franchise is even more difficult. I mean, I suppose Indiana Jones did it, uh Star Wars, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, I, I think it's interesting that they went with a Knives Out mystery instead of a the name of Daniel Craig's character mystery. Right. But I appreciate that they meant a Knives Out mystery because that's what people will remember. That's probably I would I would bet that maybe Ryan Johnson wanted to be a, a Benoit Blanc story mm-hmm. or Benoit Blanc mystery, but they, the studio said, "All right, we gotta we gotta throw Knives Out in there somewhere sure, to right. make sure people know what we're need talking that about." Connective tissue. I think it's it's yep. very you know like like who done it novel to have a, a, a an entirely different title. Instead of have you know like knives out the secret, right? But if it was like Nancy that. Drew or the Hardy Boys, it would be Nancy Drew and the, or the Hardy Boys, and then the name of the fucking book. Sure, right? yeah. But I, I think like, like yeah, like Agatha, Christie, yeah. yeah. I was just say Poirot think, and. Do you think P, uh, Be Cool would have done better if it was Get Shorty Two? I do. Could have very yeah. much, yeah. It's an interesting. I mean, I, to invest that much money and then with the cast, maybe they're just looking at the cast. They're like everyone loved this, they'll recognize these characters. I, I also want to point this out. I know you guys don't agree with me on all this, but <laughs> women, of course, after. If you sexualize women now in movies, people have a problem with that. Dave Bautista is not allowed to be in a movie unless he's nude. And I remember reading a fucking interview with him where he's like, look, I'm getting older. It's difficult for me to keep in the shape I need oh, to do yeah. these action movies. And in that Knives Out trailer, he's in a Speedo the whole fucking time. Yeah, he Like, is. the whole time. And he looks great. You don't hear me complaining. No, he looks great. No, no. <laughs> a bit of a bit of a double standard. Um, okay, I don't know where that came from. All right, so Woman King, 100%. So let's move on. We're going to do... <laughs> let's do the Amityville Horror. Uh, this is... I remember being shocked the first time I watched this movie because um, it came out, I think, slightly after The Exorcist. And it was it's very similar in that it's kind of gritty. It's shot the same way. Um, it looks similar at times. And there's so many haunted house movies that you can tell, Goat, are just heavily influenced oh, by this film. Yeah, this is the godfather of those, yeah. And I think in, in in the fact that it's the progenitor, not that it's sure. that quality level necessarily. But I think in ways where I go back and I watch The Exorcist, I'm like, God, this is better than. Mm-hmm. There's a billion Exorcism movies. Yes, none of them are as good as. They don't have that same mix. Yeah, there's plenty of haunted house movies. You mentioned The Conjuring. I think I like a couple of those Conjuring movies way more than I like this. This is not a fun movie, and I ended up feeling really bad for the characters. And the scares were not of a, wow, this is great. This is scary. It was sad. It was sad and it was grating. And yeah. there are parts where I'm like, oh, that's such a bummer. Like the girl getting locked in the fucking closet. And With her giant cartoon 80s reta- or 70s retainer. Yeah, yeah. And I remember kids that had that. I mean, yeah. sure you do too. Absolutely. The dog like scratched it until his paws oh, bled. I'm just that like, hurt. I'm like, yeah. who the fuck? Is-? It's, it's mean-spirited. It's a mean, awful movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's without merit. But I remember, uh, Dottie, I don't know if you had the same thing, is that you, you said you, you revisited it. I remember looking at the Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, this movie is, this is like, you know, what is it? Anthrax, fucking Metallica, Megadeth, Iron Right, Maiden. it's in the Pantheon. Oh, it's like yeah. the big four. It's yeah. one of those, you know? Yeah. It's Halloween, it's fucking Amityville Horror, it's Exorcist. Um, yeah, it's it's not one I probably will ever revisit again. It's, it, I think, sad, Very and, sad. and a downer. It, it, it's a it's a it's every bit of two hours, and you feel the entire two hours yeah. as you're watching it. Because, and, which I guess, in in some respects, is a credit to the movie being done to the point where you can put yourself in their shoes a little bit. But there's also, it's one of those early examples of 
if a house is verbally telling you to leave, right. <laughs> leave. I mean, I don't need a house to tell me twice to get out. Also, if you remember, like, as the fucking time is ticking off. Yes. It ain't months. No. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a few like weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Like, if your husband yeah. completely changed in appearance and demeanor and, you know, your if kid. Always walking around with pink eye. And every like- single, yeah, and every single religious figure that comes into your house runs screaming out of the fucking <laughs> and puking we're going yeah. i don't care how much we paid for this fucking house we're leaving right yeah. now it's not look at all these flies the also, device uh, why wouldn't they have burned that house down 20 years ago i don't know like apparently this isn't the first time something messed up has happened Same thing with hell house why yeah. wouldn't they have burned down that fucking hotel <laughs> after the second hell house i do like the device of of listing what day it is what number day mm-hmm. it is in their story mm-hmm. and then at the very end it, it just says the last day yeah. instead of like day 13 day 14 I, I that's you know kind of a cheap gag but it it works for me and i think <laughs> especially like back then i think it probably had even more power um okay and, and you know i think the movie works the most because of your leads. You have James Brolin and, and Marco. They're both good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they're great. But she, I felt so bad for her the whole time because, like, her kids are fucked up, and her husband is turning into a goddamn lunatic, and she's having dreams about him splitting their head open with a fucking axe. <laughs> yeah. And then the priest guy, anytime anyone tries to call and help her, the phone goes dead. I mean, she's not nearly as affected by the house as everyone else seems to be. She's more affected by the family, and I think that there was um. I was reading. Go, you'll probably. Did you guys read Fantastic Four at all? Not really. Like it, uh, a little every bit. Time like, yeah. They said one of the reasons why the Fantastic Four doesn't work in the movies is because a lot of the things that made it so impactful in the '60s was it was less about them with their superheroes, but powers. It was more about them as a family. It was the interpersonal. Yeah. And, and then things came afterwards, like X Men, and like that did, just did a better job. And so the, the team itself is antiquated. And we have watched so many haunted house movies that kind of go down this road, but there's like a better heroic moments like there's bigger scares like there's just there's nothing fun about this movie and it's such a drag that even though i think it looks good i like the period i think we all like the period mm-hmm. of course. um and the theme and the theme of it is something i've subscribed to so many times yeah it's just a it's a huge bummer and i can't imagine anyone watching the exorcist and watching this and choosing this the music is terrifying as well really like, is. Yeah, just the fact that you said the word theme i know that's not what you meant but that came to mind sure. right out of the gate the weird like children's chorus over just ominous music with the shots of the house that right. has a face basically by the way like, how about when they find the the, the pat the doorway to hell in the basement and then stay in the house for another three weeks yeah no we're good <laughs> we're good well and was what the, the fuck <laughs> how disappointing was that payoff though after he does the when they finally get the weird psychic lady comes and sits in the basement and she's yeah. like oh my god i can feel it it's in here it's in here and they bust through the wall and it's just a painted red room with I, some floorboards see, it's funny you say that i have the exact opposite because okay her face is so horrified. Like yeah. that is the mm. scariest scene in the whole movie. She does an amazing job. She does an amazing job. Yeah. Like her when she starts reacting. Oh, yes. I'm getting fucking goosebumps right now. It, I was watching freaky. it alone. <laughs> yeah. My chick was already asleep. I'm fuck this. I'll yeah. finish this tomorrow. She was amazing in that scene. And goes right. I think it was actually more effective because there ain't anything in there. I kept expecting them to pan over and there's a fucking demon or a dead body or a hole that goes into hell. And it's just her crazy ass fucking weirdo face. I thought there'd at least be like incantations written on the wall something, or something. Yeah, but some yeah, sort of payoff. but but still, when when he ends up ha- having to go through the floorboard floorboards floorboards yeah that's it uh, floorboard floorboards to the black blood of the earth. 
when well, he gets, yeah. As a plumber, there are some scary scenes in this movie when that black goop is bubbling <laughs> up, and I swear to God, that, that would have been my cue to leave. It ain't that much of a fucking coincidence. I mean, that that can ha- shit like yeah. that can happen. I've <laughs> dealt with things similar to that. Um, two real scary parts I thought in this movie was I forgot it's I always say uh, Tony because of The Shining, but whatever the imaginary fan of uh, friend was trope it Jody? is, Jody. I don't remember. It might have been Jody, but the little girl goes, Jody, you chase Jody out the window. And she looks out the window and the eyes are there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, I yeah. wasn't expecting that. Because that scared the shit out of me. And then at the the penultimate part where he's like, the storm is rolling in and we're about to have that conclusion. He looks into the house and there's, I'm fucking scared right now thinking about it. There's like just a fucking. The angry pig. Weirdo. You know, is that a pig? Yeah. I didn't know what it was. It was just like a glowing face. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I thought it was man. supposed to be like a distortion of his face. No, that's when he's. That's when he busts through the wall and looks into that's the right. to okay, the red right. room, that's and he sees like the holographic. Rep- no, 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 no. I'm talking. Yeah, you're about, talking about the, yes. the angry. It's pig. in the window. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. It's I mean, a pig. It's, it's, yeah. You got a picture of that? Yeah. I, I don't know about it being a pig. I don't either. Unless he, unless unless he's doing his bit where he read about it and he's trying to pass it off yeah. like I'm he not, didn't. No, I'm not passing it off we like call I that did. Pulling a goat. I'm not passing it off like. Is it a goat or a pig? We got to make up our fucking minds here. Did you read about it and uh, say it was a pig? I thought it was a pig, and I looked it up to confirm my suspicions. Oh, see? Yes. It's funny. I can sniff that out now. What, no, no, what? no. That's I, that's research. I'm just preparing. No, no, no. But you didn't say, I looked it up, and it's a pig. You just kept saying it's a pig. Oh, sure. sure. I know, but you do a bit where you read about it afterwards and then pass it off as your mm. own information is what I'm saying. It's happened 300, 400 times before doing the show. Why is it a pig? Did you figure that out? It was mentioned in the book that it's a pig. Uh, there was no explanation given further than that. Okay. Because that's another part about The Shining that's scary is when she's running through the fucking house or the, the hotel at the end and there's all that weird shit going on. I'm like, why is that guy in a dog costume? Like, why is that guy like, there's all this weird it, crap they don't yeah. really explain. What is it, like the uh, the alley in uh, Beer Fest? Where just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> sawing meat. That's such a funny comparison. So I Googled Amityville oh, Horror Jesus. Pig yeah, and, and this does look kind of like a pig if you... But it's like it's like the whole body. I'm I missing guess. something. There's nothing if, like a pig. If, if you say, I only see that because goat has been just saying pig for the last. Yeah, five yeah, minutes. pig is what he said. Pig. I could have picked pig. By the way, I have no pig. interest in watching the movie Pig. No, who does? Oh my! I heard God. it's so sad. It, that's why people yeah. talking about seeing the whale with Brendan Fraser. I'm like, what? Oh my God! Why would you like to be even sadder than you are right now? Do you think if Brendan Fraser still had a full head of hair? <laughs> and abs that people would be acting like he's the burn victim that he is now. The reason why everyone's celebrating him so much is because he's lost his looks and he's gained 100 pounds. And so they're like giving him all these pity. I mean, maybe this movie's amazing, but he's the it's biggest. It's Darren Aronofsky. I mean, it's made by a, a renowned yeah, he's, director. He's a monster. The, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is Brendan Fraser is like the biggest baby face in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Like if you go to any blog, it's just everyone's sucking him up. I mean, it's the, it's the internet. Like the internet kind of caused this. Uh, I mean, The Mummy has really gotten a resurgence i think a lot of the people that are I always love those movies yeah, but i think a lot of the people that are are like critics right now grew up with that movie sure um, it was there indiana jones which is kind of sad to i say. mean dude <laughs> I, I i i fucking love that movie i agree that first one is amazing but they lift a lot off of indiana oh, jones just like national treasure does like it's just i think that people grew up with lesser films like people that watch old school don't know about animal house you know yeah. in the same way i'm happy to have both i mean it's like sheets and wawa you know yeah, yeah, I love. Look, I love the Mummy, and uh, I'm a huge Rachel Weismark, and she's gorgeous in those films. And who's the, the the bald dude that plays the Mummy? We know his name. Oh, he's he's, he's amazing, fantastic. <laughs> and by the way, everything he's in, he's in a little movie called Hard Target with Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> and he is a motherfucker in that movie. Um, how do we get to the Mummy? 
I think you talked about Brendan Fraser. Yeah, send the, the pig. The pig. Oh, and yeah. pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The unfortunate movie Pig. With uh, Nicolas yeah. Cage, his pig gets uh, stolen. Yeah. Oh, he's not the titular pig? That's not his name? Oh, no, no. no. His pig, he has a truffle. A truffle hunting pig. A truffle pig. hunting yeah. pig, and some people in town steal it, and he has to go into town to get it back. And I thought maybe that would be like an Unforgiven Clint Eastwood type vibe. but no. Or even like a John Wick kind of thing. It's like, no, it's it is just not. sad. Yeah, it's yeah, just a sad I, movie. Uh, Murray Hamilton, by the way, uh, if, Love you, him. if he's in a town with Amity in the name, he's yeah. going to deny something terrible going on it's, until it's absolutely how, how too late. So fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's kind of wild. dick priest that yeah. will not acknowledge there's a monster loose. I'm oh like, hey, God, bro, you're typecast a little bit. He 100% barracuded the father who had seen the thing him and, and heard the, way, the that, voice himself. Dude, how raw of a deal does that dude get? Yeah. He's screaming. He's like, sit down yeah, he's a, 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 a really angry year old man he's screaming at him to sit down like my blood boiled and he's like scene. you'll not hold your education over my head i'm like well you think your secular education is gonna make you smarter yeah, than the rest do. of you like <laughs> the rest of you just believe in the the visible man and the spaghetti monster in the fucking sky which like, i went to college which for the record i feel would make you more susceptible to believe that something hinky was going on at the house yeah, I completely agree. That would be the one guy that's like, well, he's way more pragmatic than the rest of us <laughs> lunatics. You going to go piss that man? All right, good luck, buddy. I uh, I think that this movie is, um, it, there's there's kind of a progression in the 70s uh, when it comes to horror dealing with, like, specifically, like, demonic entities, mm-hmm. right? You have the exorcist. That's the fucking queen bee, right? It's, it's Nothing is ever going to be what that movie was, just, like, as far as, like, an evil feeling movie right and then in 76 three years later you have the omen also like a tough that movie a tough yeah. I, I just spent some time with that again that movie's incredible like it, it doesn't it doesn't get the run that i think it deserves because it is a fucked up evil fucking I know, but movie. don't you like I, I don't know how you guys feel but I, I like when halloween rolls around i like throwing on movies and i'm like i'm getting ginned up i'm not like oh god this is gonna be a i, I just don't there's not a lot of rewatch value in that Dude, one for me you, i always forget go you've seen the omen right yeah i always forget that like at one point they open a grave and there's a fucking baby skeleton yeah. with like a cracked skull there's and i was of, like holy shit like feel I'm this joy eating, i'm just eating dinner yeah. The joy coming out of this man right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at that dead baby! Isn't this amazing? There's a whole community that, that collects like baby coffins, and I just oh, yeah, see yeah. Dottie like no, logging onto that 4chan sub, yeah, subreddit. Uh, Arnold Vosloo is the name of Emotep yes. in uh, the Mummy, and he um, he's South African. Did not know that. Hmm. Is he? What else is he in? Other hard target. Yes, yeah, hard target. He's okay. Lance Hendrickson's fucking henchman. Randall, if I come back here again, I cut me a steak, and he stabs the fucking uh, scissors into the wall. I'm the only. I'm, I go heavy on fucking hard target. <laughs> uh, he's in a bunch of shit. I think. Um, and whenever he pops up, you're like, wow, he's handsome. All right. Um, is, is it weird that uh, Brolin's character had the same last name and looked exactly like? the kid who committed the murders in the house before they moved in does that seem incredibly ridiculous right um i don't know maybe yeah i mean but because they knew about the murders before they moved into the house i think the whole gimmick was the house was fashioning in them into whatever they needed to be to sustain itself so so he may not have looked like that we that might be a suspension of disbelief bit where he didn't quite look as as much like him when they moved in well they change his hair quite a bit they change his look and they really do a good job it is funny how many times people tell him he looks like shit throughout the course of the (laughs) whole fucking you look like fucking hell what is your problem also when he looks like he does if you're the caterer at that wedding is that the guy you really want to press for cash no, to get no. your money out of there? It's like, uh, the deal was for cash. Uh, checks bounce. They can get stopped. Payment. 
I don't like being lectured in the men's room. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And also, <laughs> who pay? I mean, I know it's the 70s and not everybody's got a debit card back then, but nobody nobody would have fucking it's given that guy over $1,500 Honestly, that was, that was the most fucked up part of that movie is like, yeah, you got the, the black sludge and you got the, the, the flies, you know, biting people, but... The, the the spirits just take the cash money like, <laughs> just to like, be assholes, fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, you know they're what dicks. Like, like, what are they going to use that for? Well, I mean, poltergeists are supposed to just be like pranksters, yeah, unless that's they're like true. dragging your kid into the fucking it's TV. Another movie where, hey, maybe when the tree comes through and tries to take your kid, get out, bro. What the? F- that's still <laughs> just just, oh, just saying that. I man. love poltergeists, <laughs> but so I mean, another one where it's scary, just like, dude. you know what? You can find another house. You <laughs> know what's weird about poltergeists too? I think that is rated PG. Yep. Because it's before the PG thirteen, we <laughs> talked that, about that. That's another one. I, that's another one right around show. Temple of Doom. I think because that was like eighty four or something it's like. Fucking that. horrifying that movie. That, that, is, that is a horrifying movie, dude. That is. I, I think I'm, I'm hard pressed to find a better haunted house movie than mm. that one. I think that movie's incredible. That's the best haunted house movie. Yeah, yeah. Even with, I mean, I actually read a list of haunted house movies. They put The Shining on there. I don't consider The Shining a haunted house movie. It's a huge house. Um, that's like you could say like, oh, Aliens, a haunted house movie, too. right? Like that's you're stretching it a little bit there. The critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes for Amityville Horror is dull and disappointing, is the best that can be said. It's at a low bar for its many sequels. 52% from the audience, over 50,000 reviews, 30% with 44 reviews on the tomato meter. It is weird watching this movie, knowing there's a shitload of sequels, and then there's a Ryan Reynolds reboot from, like, I don't know, just a few years ago, I think. Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's bad. Yes, it's whatever. It's, it's bad. I haven't I haven't seen it. I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes page for it and the scores are almost the same. Like it's very yeah, similar. I think it takes itself too seriously. And I know that it's sounds shorter. strange. It's a half an hour that, shorter that apparently. Was in, that was in like the 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 thick of the Platinum Dunes remakes. Like mm. you, you got like the Texas Chainsaw remake, you got the uh the the Friday the 13th remake. Like that was for a little while while they they liked to do the 70s remakes back then. To give um, them updated effects and, and pacing, I guess. realized yeah. that they were really, really bad. Yeah. Um, you guys want to hear the most annoying review I've ever read in my life? I mean, this we're, is a, we're here. This is a fresh review, by the way, Goat. Uh, its pacing is off. There are too many go-nowhere subplots, and it <laughs> seems to just come to a clunking halt at the end, but the film's lack of commitment to any single reading of its narrative architecture is precisely what makes it so uncanny. Fuck you. That is... It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing yeah. to put that in. Everything there. about this is bad, but because it's bad, it's good. Even you can it. You can look at this movie just from like a technical standpoint and be like, wow, there's some pretty cool shit in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. The black sludge, um, uh, just a lot of the visual effects I think are awesome. The sequence where the, uh, where the priest is praying at the altar and that the statue starts to crumble and falls on him at the end yeah. and the shots and yeah. the cuts and like the tension builds in that and then the zoom out to the to the window where he's just and that's done, where i can't see and yeah it's like you get very that strange it's it's unsettling but it looks it's because of the way they put it together yeah and you see yeah. that in the omen you see that in the exorcist like i'm not saying I, this movie does not hold a candle to either of those correct but i think it it is of the same ilk Sure. Then why do we think it's so influential? If we think so many other movies around, again, around that time period did a better job, kind of doing the same thing. I can't think besides, well, no, because that was fake. I can't think of a, an earlier movie. I almost said Ch- Texas Chainsaw, but that did not actually happen. No. I can't think of an earlier what horror you, Jim movie. Jim Jeff, it's a guy that sits in that fucking scene. <laughs> Dude, it's contagious. Uh, Texas Chainsaw is such a horrifying fucking movie. It really is. Also an amazing movie. But remember when Joe thought that was Green Book? I, I Like, without blinking. He goes, well, this is fucked up. How did this win Best Picture, Don? 
what the fuck? He, I hate he, you. He doesn't even know what we're talking about. This I, like a year ago. After we did the Fortress Film Society, I put on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I tore, by the way, was under the table. He beat it. But but Joe asked what we were watching, and I thought he was dumb for asking that, so I said, we're watching Green Book. And then, like, he, like, no kidding, was asking, like, oh, I can't believe this one best picture. When does Vigo show up? Like, I said, oh, that's Vigo behind the mask, and, like, Joe Joe believed it. It's a horrifying fucking movie, and not it for is. the right reasons. I don't know. I think one of the reasons why Dodson's so tropped. She's watching that goddamn movie over and over on again. purpose. Yeah, at least once a year. <laughs> um, did, did, does it ever get cartoony that franchise in the way that yes. uh, Jason and Freddy did? Because um, te- I'd like to watch Leatherface being like a cartoon slasher fucking villain. Texas Chainsaw Two is a vastly different tone. Also, it's a radio movie. Right. A lot of it takes place in a radio studio, and I think you'll enjoy it just for that purpose. Um, you got Bill Mosley as a chop top. <laughs> It's it's very it's very over the top. Okay, um, not, is that the one with the cover that looks like the Breakfast Club? Yes, yeah. and, and that was like they they like made that they took <laughs> nice that pull. yeah they took that picture as like a joke and then they just ended up using it as the <laughs> the, the poster for the movie Texas Chainsaw Two. It's also still it's Toby Hooper. Absolutely right. worth your time. Don't go past. That. Don't go past. I'm not watching any of them. I don't like it. It's the too remakes weird. are good. I don't even like that. What is that? Did you see that uh, X movie that's a direct rip off of Texas Chainsaw? Fucking has like a prequel out right now. We covered that for the club. Well, right? no, he was asking if you saw that the prequel oh, was Pearl. coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I've not seen Pearl yet. What do we cover it for? It was Fortress a selection on the Fortress Film Society. No, no, X I, it was. was. My, it was yes. my You're selection. asking about okay. Pearl. You're talking yeah. about Pearl. Yes. I don't know what it's called. I just yeah, know there's the prequel. a prequel that... I, I have not seen it yet. I watched the trailer. I, well, I saw somebody say, like, like a, oh, you didn't even know it was her the whole time. It's like, well, yeah, because the makeup was not fantastic. Right, it, it wasn't covered great. covered her entire face. Yeah. That'll be a straight to streaming for me. I don't think I need to make it out to nope. the multiplex for that one. Don't need any octogenarian fucking sex in my movies. That was a very, it was a bizarre movie. Uh, this is a two. Um, I didn't oh, like wow. it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, the only reason it's not worse is because... I would I, I like to be someone that appreciates a time and space being different. Gotcha. You know, than watching it with my with these hazel eyes. Um, the, the part about this that kind of stinks is when you go back and try to watch Citizen Kane, I think people love saying this is a shitty fucking piece of garbage. Why, why does anyone like it? Well, yeah, now you go back and see it. You're not going to appreciate why this movie is as influential as it is. I don't like to do that, but I'll never watch it again. I, I was reminded why I didn't enjoy it the first time and why the reviews are as bad as it is. So, yeah, I'll give it a two. Yeah, would you? How would you compare this to what was it? Don't look now. Was that the the Donald Sutherland movie we watched? Oh God, that was a one. Oh, what a piece of shit that I, was. I, it's been what two years since we watched. I'm that? still yeah. mad about I, I have that movie. The Blu-ray. I think I'm due for a revisit to see how it how it works out for me this time. Interesting. Maybe. I mean, I'd be interested to watch alone now, now that I know what the fuck that movie was. Right. True. Because we also, were just we, we couldn't figure it out. We were having fun up here too. We're watching fucking Trick or Treat. We're watching fun fucking horror mm-hmm. movies, and then Good we times. throw that one on because it gets name checked in Scream Four or whatever the fuck. Right, it's on every influential horror movie list, and then it just kind of had like an hour and a half of not much happening. Exactly. Don't forget the, yeah. they're, they're licking our pits during this. Well, the yeah, oh my there God, was so that. many weird that. sex scenes in that fucking movie. But to me, that's kind of that's a little bit of the feeling I got watching this movie. There was a lot of okay, well. Are we going to get to the next thing? Like, it's just a lot of like sad things happening. Well, how about over those two chewing again? on each other's uh, uh, shoulders for twenty minutes yeah. straight? And the at weirdest the, sex scene at I've the ever very seen. beginning. Like, what, what, are you guys having sex? Or are you just chewing on your shoulders? <laughs> and the kid walks in. I'm like, why do I have to sit through seven minutes of that to get here? Show, well, the show late Lewis 70s. Lane's genitals. Show, say, genitals. She's, she's showing off Margot Kidder <laughs> a little bit. Do yeah. it. Just get it over with. <laughs> how so much you, does Margot Kidder, by the way, look like the broad from? Uh, from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, oh my God, yeah. so much. 
I mean, it's fucking I, crazy. I got them confused when I was a kid because they were in big movies at the same around the same time. Yeah, so. the, 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 they the sound age, the same too. Yeah, her age. She's this woman is Margot Robbie or whatever her name is. She's a little. <laughs> she's a little. That would be wild if it was Margot she's Robbie. Softer as a mm-hmm. as an actress. Yeah, um, for, and just about everything. Because she was in Crystal Skull. Do you recall that? They, she was the love interest, the age appropriate love interest. Well, Marion was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought her back for yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible movie. Um, um, so yeah, I would, sorry. so no, I'd say, I would say I'm right there at a two. It was slow. It was very slow. Um, and then for me, the payoff at the end, the ending just bothered me so much because they get in the car and they roll out and it was like the animal house finish right. where the thing just comes up and they left the house and they never came back and we're <laughs> done here. They live in another state now. I mean, I think that's like so seventies for them to just abruptly end. Like yeah. That. Is that there in the poltergeist? The end of poltergeist is they're in a hotel room and they push the TV out into the fucking hallway. Poltergeist was several years later though. Like at least, I know what I'm saying. But at least there's the same type of vibe. At least there's a little bit of a middle finger with the whole like, Oh nope, no thank you to the right. TV. Like you kind of get a little bit more closure than just, all right, we're leaving. Bye. All right, hold and, on. What about like monk? We all watched that. We all liked that, I think. And mm-hmm. same fucking thing. They get into the goddamn car and they drive the fuck off. I've got no problem with the ending. Oh. Um, I know Goat, Goat, Goat obviously is up in arms about it. Well, just for... But I also think... I think I like this movie... I, sub- Please don't flip over the table. I would Goat. say substantially more than you guys. And not, not that I love this movie, but I think this is a... a um, it's a three and a half for me. I was trying to think of the How word that you, I... Like, a humble you, three, of, three and a half. It's so sad. It's such a bummer. I know you're sad and a bummer, but I... <laughs> well, I think you also <laughs> come on. Like, we've been doing shows for five years. Man. Like, come on. <laughs> I I do know that your appreciation for history and influence uh, yeah, it, it does it good. does add yeah, to that good. a little and bit. And I'll be honest, so. the first time I watched this, I know we've said this before. I keep insane records because I'm insane. Fuck. Uh, this <laughs> when I, I watched this like three years ago for the first time, mm-hmm. and, and I, I had it logged at a three. And and like I said, like I never look back until after I've watched it and figured out what I, what I'm what I'm giving it. And and I think it I went up a notch because I knew I expected so much going Dude, into it. But you also, if you're being honest with yourself, you can be influenced by what the community thinks about something. But hang on, you, you just said that the community hates this movie. No, I don't think the community hates the movie. I think that the, rotten the general tomatoes, public. Yeah, I think horror movie fans, for the same reason why you're willing to give that Donald Sutherland piece of shit, we were just talking about another chance. We all watched that movie. It was fucking awful. Well, like, I like to revisit. Visit stuff and see if anything changes for me. All That's right. why I'm glad that I rewatched this because I liked more about it than I did the first. I think time. if horror movie fans, if if K-pop fans love the Amityville horror, you wouldn't be giving it this much of a a gloss over. So, but you're also you're almost treating it like an album. Like the first time you listen to an album from a band, like sure. you kind of go, eh, "All right, I don't know." You almost have to listen to something two or three times before you can really start to go, "Okay." Do you have what? to? If it's incredibly depressing, do you okay, need to listen? So to no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying I, that I that's Dottie's looking at movies in the same way that I don't like, want to be depressed. To music. I don't, I'm, yeah. Life is sad enough. A lot of a lot of what <laughs> I appreciated about it this time around was, right. and like I'm not playing into the bit man, but like it was like, "Oh fuck, this movie's really dark and nasty at times," and. I think it pulls it off incredibly well. I think, like more or less, 
you can have a stomach ache the whole time you're watching this because there's never really a time where it like ticks up. You always have a stomach ache. I, yeah, that's, that's true. You can have a stomach Constantly ache the entire stomach time. Ache. The entire He's time. just excited because of that scruffy dude who showed up with the six pack. The neighbors wanted to welcome you to the neighborhood. What the fuck was that? I don't even know what that was. No idea. Was that guy a ghost or something? I have no clue. He was on screen for 12 seconds. Neighbors wanted, and he holds up a six pack yeah. of beer to like a mother that's sitting there like, like trying the, to fucking. Or a family is getting possessed by a, a demon. Breakdown, and then he's mm. gone. Meanwhile, I'd be breaking out like the family photo album to show that guy. Like, like, come, hey, come on, on in, man. <laughs> I noticed you got pearl in a can. Let's you want, fucking you, enjoy you it You want my together. Netflix password? What you got? <laughs> Jesus, that guy stunk. Um, all right, what did you give it? Go. I gave it a two as well. Two, two. You say three and a half? Three and a half. That's a very, all right. That's a dotty score. I'm just saying that is it's spot on. I can see where his score comes from, just based on the way he thinks about yeah, movies. Dado needed to hug him a couple more times. Well, we'd we'll uh, be able to have a conversation now, now. about this film. <laughs> By the way, did you guys see the Trick or Treat is coming back to the theaters? Yes, see. and I'm um, so. I think that was maybe the first ever Fortress film. No, we did like a special Halloween. You know, uh, uh, weird and pissed off. Was it never in the theaters? I think I, that's no, the yeah, I think yeah, it, it like was a straight to DVD release, and yeah. that's where it got like its like big cultural uh, resurgence. So I know that we've been at least uh, batting about the opportunity to bring back the horror movie club. Double feature of because Trick or Treat's like eighty nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Double feature of Trick or Treat, and then Krampus right around like the end of the holiday oh, both season. Michael Doherty. I'm in. How great does that I love sound? It. Also, I love it. I have not uh, busted out that uh, the naughty cut of Krampus. Have you? No. Okay. The one you oh you gave me that. Yes. Let's watch that. Yes. I I still haven't watched it. I'd love to love watch it. That. Do right we have on. a Blu-ray of Trick or Treat? Uh, say no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. <laughs> one can be that, that, was also, that was also my bid. Is I would just order the Blu-ray of whatever we were going to watch. That's why I have thirteen ghosts now. Oh, fucking great movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I got goat a a Jake Busey cameo where you did it, do you remember when you brought 13 ghosts and like it was like if someone took a fucking oh no it was the frighteners. the frighteners the frighteners it, it looked like it had, yes. it had come off the spindle in the dvd case and okay, spun on. around yes hold on matthew lillard 13 ghosts jake Busey, frighteners. yes there said to work out the brain there you go mm-hmm. i got a fucking cameo for goat from jake Busey talking about how someone fucked up the co- and it was so goddamn bad oh which was such a bummer because there's so many things jake Busey is in like starship troopers and i even like him in contact he's a crazy cult leader uh but he was like driving in the car and the window oh, no. was down i'm like oh you <laughs> fucking motherfucker it's like a hundred bucks too i didn't even send it to you i was like there's no point i was gonna say this is the first i've heard of that i, I know. well i appreciate the thought sure it was a, it was a nice thought because i remember you were so disappointed oh i was so upset with was myself a fresh dvd too no it was one that i had had and put on the shelf and i guess i i must have loaned it to somebody because i don't understand how it ever could have been in that condition if it had just sat on the shelf there was like steel wool yeah in the it fucking looked DVD like somebody case. had tried to clean it that? off with a yeah, yeah that was very strange yeah that's something you feel like you would notice unless someone was trolling you i i, I but i believe the frighteners did we do some sort of special last Halloween where we're like saying underrated Halloween movies? I'm sure we did. Yeah, underrated like or underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a theme we could put together again, maybe and do next time too. Of course. There's a bunch of themes we could do. I would love to. Halloween season. But I would love to sit down and watch Trick or Treat and then watch fucking Krampus. Krampus. Can I put out a request? Um, I know Please. some people who listen to Dong Shop Society. <laughs> Some people I who listen are, are are like big on like the the collectors websites and stuff like that. Yes. If someone can link me to the 
Scream Factory release of Trick or Treat. Oh yeah, that is the one that if I'm if I'm gonna have this, that is the one I would like to own. So if someone can find me a link, you think eBay? Uh, be on shoot eBay? it to me. Uh, yeah, I guess I haven't checked eBay. Hold yet. On. I was just looking at retailers. We've got the walking um, eBay factory in the back. <laughs> I would. Uh, you can shoot me a link on on any social media, and I will figure out a or way. Or shoot to it to sure me, and I'll, I'll pass it over to Tube as yes. well if that's easier. For I people. might have you blocked. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Well, I forgot about that. I, th- I think it's a Morton Dodson on Instagram. Yeah. Check that out. Scream Factory, Trick or Treat, Blu-ray. Trick or Treat. Yeah, R. Er. Is Trick spelled weird too? No, it's just a, a like a, a cool like a cool cool font. <sighs> I like. Can we do a whole episode? You know who does it? Is it um, Zach Ryder that does the uh, wrestling action the figure figures? podcast? Yeah. I'd love to do a Toonie Terrors podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how if we could fill an hour, but goddamn, awesome. I, I got I got a Sam Toonie Terrors that I uh, I keep up on. And we have the uh, the the knit yeah Sam the crochet ones. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fan of radio, fan of radio's, yeah, fan of radio's yeah. wife made that. I love that. Greatly appreciated. Those are awesome. Also, <laughs> funny enough, I don't think I did this on purpose. Mine is also sitting in my Venom Tiki mug at yeah, home. Well, it's a perfect. <laughs> well, I got I, I got another one for the store too. There's a there's a Sam over there in the store hanging out year round too. Uh, she should. I told him all the time. I was like, "You could sell those year round if you just fucking. I don't know what you got to do. Put her in the cellar or something." I was about to say, yeah, "There is an effort. Yeah, a, a, an effort bucks. to reward yeah. ratio." Oh yeah, I've had shit. people come in. They're like, "Where'd you get that?" That's I awesome. Know. Same I love that. Me. All right. Well, let's uh, let's piss. Uh, I can see that we need to do that. Then we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, Charface. And then um, I had a, a story or two that I'd like to talk about. Is all that right. cool? Yeah, right on. Going, we're not going too long for everybody. Nope. Everything's fine. Not for me. Well, let me just see if uh, the most important part of this is if, if I can find the piss break audio because that's the most important part for everybody's uh, yeah. episode. Hey, oh. first of all, before you hit that. Oh. Yes. Sorry. I, 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 just, I, I appreciate Close that door. Um, there, there are a handful of things that we can rely on Giuseppe for, and, and one of them is being a fucking eBay hound. I just got a link. What? Right <laughs> He's all over it. <laughs> and you don't if, even got to fucking just, worry about it. We're doing the show. If you just hit order, I'll pay you. There you go. Is that cool? All right. Set him the Venmo. You can't come to the screening, though. Oh, <laughs> Who's invited? We do have to keep it fucking very... Because it was I'm, me, it was the three of us, and my and my shick. That was it. That's that it. was it. Yeah. It was a very close... Every spot. once in a while, there'd be a, a special guest star. Casey oh. came, and then he was fucking pissed at and the then movie we, we He watched. was never invited back again. Uh, I think Big, Big Rick came, but mm-hmm. that's, you know... It's, oh! Unfortunately, he's passed on. Speaking of one of the movies we watched was Creature from the Black Lagoon. That was so great! We did watched you, that with Jester! <laughs> you know what's <laughs> weird? I would watch all the movies we've already watched. Did you guys... You guys noticed that one of the hands that came out of the mirror to grab William Cat in house yes. was definitely oh, a Gilman hand. I, I did not I, notice I, I, wrote, I, I put the needle back on that one as well. Just be like, hey, wait a minute. That's a Gilman hand. Nah. I did that. Thank you. Thank you. I rolled the needle back to make sure visually. What is rolled the needle like, oh. back? I feel like that's something you're no, using. I put, it, I put it back 10 seconds. Hey, that's fucking gross, man. <laughs> Families listen to this podcast. <laughs> Amen rolled the needle back several no, times no. from what I recall. <laughs> Whatever he thought he couldn't get a fresh one, he had to roll that old needle back. Put the needle back on the on the record. Then he yes. hit his girlfriend's bra, and she went to jail for ten years. Ask him about that story oh if you really want to know. No, we can't do this. I hit me. skip back ten seconds to watch that over again. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> By the way, Donnie immediately started shutting down. We talked about Ant Man's previous drug life. Well, all right then. All right, let's, let's go uh, piss and puke. Here Indeed.
That's better. I needed that. Yeah. Bathroom breaks kick ass. Kong Skull Island is the worst of all of them. Yeah. That yeah. one is embarrassing. It's terrible. How hmm. do you put Black Sabbath in your movie and fuck it up still? John C. Riley's when they handed in the script to that movie, he should, <laughs> no. Dude, there's no. a, I mean, Samuel, he, Samuel he also, L. Jackson's in that one. Yeah, too, I'm, right? I'm happy Jack from fucking Gangs of New York. I will not be reading these lines. I, now, which one would you have more disappointment in, that or Holmes and Watson? So I never saw Holmes I, and Watson. Right, I would I never mean, see that movie. I know you're not the biggest Paul Thomas Anderson guy outside of There Will Be Blood. I but, love There Will Be Blood. It is a bummer to go back through his earlier stuff when John C. Riley is a, a capital A actor yes. in Boogie Nights. He's yeah. the fucking lead in, in Heart 8, and he's amazing in those movies. Heart I mean, great. Like, he really is acting, and and he could have been a lead a leading man through his career. Oh, he's and, had a good career. Uh, he's had a good career. and, and He look, could have had an entirely dramatic career and gotten over, but the fact yeah. that he can do both right. is actually a testament. He's he riding go, the Will Ferrell train all the way to the fucking band. He also can't it. go back now. He's that's the fucking thing. Dewey Cox. That's yeah. the thing, is like, like at a certain point, you know, people aren't going to take him seriously. You're the funny if, man. If, if Paul Thomas Anderson be never funny. Cast him again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. If, it depends if, on if the If Adam role. Sandler can make a serious turn in his career, I think. And be credible. In yeah. It. Dude, uh, John C. Reilly and Magnolia, amazing. Fucking I'm, amazing. I'm happy Adam Sandler is like, people are over just shitting on everything he does. Everything every... he does is Billy Madison. It's stupid. All right. Yeah. Maybe. But then you shit on fucking uh, Jim Carrey for not making Ace Ventura 3. Like, what sure. do you want? You I, know? I, I, have, I have matured past shitting on Sandler. I've just been able to, to better articulate. At least that, out like, loud. His movies aren't for me. I don't like, like I, just, click. I don't I don't like the Adam Sandler movies for the most part. Well, that's the movie click, not yeah. because yeah, like, Adam Sandler's like, in it. I don't like yeah. Waterboy. I don't like Happy Gilmore. Like I, I don't got, know how you can't like Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore is fucking hilarious. It just it, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't watch them till I was like in my twenties. I mean, and, and I mean they're stupid. It did not I, work for me. I, I don't like uh, a lot of stuff Adam Sandler does, but I think as a whole, I, I appreciate his ability to stay in the pocket. And then when he is taken steps outside of it, I think he's done it much better than a lot of other comedic actors. I, I love Punch Drunk Love. I, was, I, I love was un, Uncut Gems. I, yeah. I I think he I think he's super talented and I think that guy has has rigged the game better than anyone else because he produces, he writes, he directs, he stars, and he just cashes six paychecks every time he puts out a movie, whether it's good or not. <laughs> and, and Hubie Halloween is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I fucking love Hubie Masterpiece. Halloween. When he says do you do you have a big toilet I've got a lot to do. I fucking laugh every single time that happens. I have Hubie Halloween, Hubie Halloween on in Commonwealth Try Goods for about a month and a half. I, yeah. I believe you asked me to restart it the yeah, last yeah, time I was go there because it God, just stopped. ended. <laughs> Please, God, get Hubie Halloween help back me, on. Help me. Yeah, I like, and he's going don't on, say help me out loud, though. She's going on tour? Oh, nice pull. What? Oh. Sandler's going on tour? Yeah. Like, like doing his comedy stuff? Uh, comedy, music, all that stuff. He plays a guitar. That's Is a, he coming to DC? Dude, he's talented, man. I, w I would be interested in going to see the Sandman live. He plays arenas, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. He plays fucking big. Like I'm venues. sure we'll see, if if yeah. he came to DC, he'd be at Capital One, right? He would be. I don't think he is. I think he's smart. He's going to like uh, Pennsylvania, Baltimore, and then skipping going right to North Carolina. That's fair. <laughs> Little bougie up here. Um, all right, we're back. Uh, the boys went to piss, and we're all here. All right, uh, a couple of things. Um, one is the movie uh, Charman is available on, again, Screenbox, if you'd like to check it out. Uh, I've said this a couple times. Don't think Screenbox is all that great, but uh, it's cheap, and there's a couple of different 
scenarios where you can get free trials. I forget good. Did you sign up for it? I did. I did. Uh, I think you told me you got like a whole year, didn't you? Well, Dottie sent out a the streaming uh, Halloween movie guide for September. Intoxicating. And, yeah. And I looked Love at that it. and I said, oh, Screambox? What's that? And I went on and I believe it was 40 whole dollars for an entire yep. year. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, if, if I watch four movies... That's cheaper than going to see something in the theater. So, all right, fine, you and got me. What you're referencing is is Fangoria, which yeah. puts out not just an amazing magazine, which I still subscribe to, but they, their Twitter is also great for horror movie stuff. And every month they put out a guide of what for every platform, what horror movies are new to that platform. Um, it's it's worth the follow just for that. They have um, a bunch of shitty movies. Um, there's one out about Snapper, the man-eating turtle movie that never got made, which uh, I'm going to probably check out tonight. I, was so, I saw that title. I said, add to my list. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of movies never heard of, but there's Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space is on there. Like, there's Whatever. Um, I had read that Freddy's Nightmares was on there in one of the reviews of the app, and then it... I searched for it and it wasn't there, so I was a little bit Dude, bummed because if, that if that was streaming somewhere. I would definitely pay. Man, I don't know if yeah, you ever I've saw any episodes of that. Um, but the it, television show was on yeah. UPN. It was no, it was like Friday nights. It was syndicated. Wasn't there a Friday the Thirteenth show on UPN? Yeah, I've never seen that the, either. Yeah, the Friday the Thirteenth, but it was almost it was weird because it was like a Twilight Zone kind of thing where it was artifacts in this attic. Okay, and so every I do know yeah. that sounds no. That's just fucking cabin in the woods. No, I don't know. What you're talking There's about. there are DVDs of that floating around eBay and, and Amazon, and I come unofficial. Close. I come close after, and then I gotta like call my sponsor and just like kind of figure out how to not. Yeah. My my lasting memory of Freddy's nightmares <laughs> was there was this one there was one episode where this girl was on the track team in high school and she finishes the race in her nightmare and her head gets severed by the tape. Oh, and Jesus. they show this mannequin head flying through the air. So is it more like Final Destination or more like uh, Tales from the Crypt? It's a little Tales from the Crypt. It's Tales from the Dark Side. It's, okay. it's that, you know, it's TV-friendly horror. Episodic it's yeah. it's stuff. It's very much anthology. Yeah. It's like based in like an antique shop or something like that, right? That's the Friday the 13th one. Oh, okay. That's the one I've seen. Yeah. Is I think. But, yeah, I believe Freddy's Nightmares is just him introducing but, a terrible story But it every is Robert week. England, right? Yes. He does the Dude, he does worth, the rappers. Worth watching yeah. on its own. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, he did the intro and then the outro and he'd always have he was very much like the Crypt Keeper. He would introduce it with some, you know, terrible puns as Freddy is wont to do and then have the say, "Oh, don't go losing your head." And it's like, "Ha ha ha ha." Hey, see you next week. We were talking about the uh the horror movie Cabal uh revisited Dream yes. Warriors a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Holds the fuck up. Love Dream Warriors. That movie's a blast. Does it? Yes. It's fun. It's awesome. fun. All those it's movies awesome. are yeah. so they're, they're so gross and weird. But that one's fun. I'll get all right. Where's the bourbon? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mom. Patricia Arquette's about to kill herself and the mom brings home a dude. Hey, where's all your fucking booze? <laughs> Did you guys watch Nosferatu? I read the book. Like I the original not. Nosferatu? No, the one of the, the the fucking television show that oh, was on like the AMC show. or whatever. Uh no. I, that actually, speaking of Fangoria, like was covered very much. It's like, Stephen King's couple... kid, Joe, whatever the fuck his name is. Um it's a real good story. Like I, I enjoyed the book quite a bit, and so I always wanted to revisit that TV show at some point and check it out because people said that it was good. But um, is it still on? No, no, I don't okay. think so. It's one and done. It, oh. it, ain't, one, it ain't one that. You okay, can... so if it's like a miniseries, all right, I might give it some time. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just listing things. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, shut. What was it? Shutterman. What is the name? Charmander. Of it? Charmander um, is the. Uh, Never been a Pokemon guy. Yeah. Char Charizard is that the one that. Uh, <laughs> 
That's the one that fucking Jake Logan Paul wears around his neck. <laughs> is that what? Is that the one? When he goes out to the yeah. ring. Oh, he has a couple, right? Doesn't he have like a Mickey Mantle and shit too? He has Mickey Mantle, Charizard. Charizard and Mickey Mantle, and he wears. Look, it's not more stupid than wearing a big diamond pendant, I suppose. <laughs> if you're just wearing a card that's worth fifteen million dollars. Um, this movie was on Screenbox, and I typed in a uh, creep show. Is the other show they do on Shutter? That's uh, the remake. Yes. Okay. Scary, but also kind of disturbing. So, like, uh, the chick doesn't like watching it, so I haven't gotten into it as much. But it's good. It's good. With with it, they do several seasons of it. Um, there's I, again, I've we've talked about this on the show a lot. I have a, a soft spot for found footage, and the reason why I wanted you guys to watch this movie is that I have. You know, I've had it in my craw for a few years that I think we can make one of these. Um, <laughs> I really do. And I know everyone says that, like, oh, it's going to be easy. Like, people see someone, like, they see fucking Slash playing the guitar, and they're like, oh, that's easy. I'll fucking just learn to play the guitar. I'll join a rock band. You're like, oh, wait, this is really hard. And that's, Goat said this many years ago to me about watching people play fighting games, and I called him slurs. And then I, <laughs> I started playing fighting games. I'm like, Jesus, this is hard. And then watching really good players and, Maybe that's the case with found footage movies. Um, this one is is three dudes that first of all they think they're they think they're twenty seven and they're forty three to oh, forty eight. Yeah. I, I, for a while, I thought I was watching like an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. First thirty minutes, <laughs> oh, oh, that, you, the, the dude with the mustache, Cameron. I was like, this is fucking Mac from Always Sunny well, in Philadelphia. Hold on, if Mac never made you laugh, yeah, um, you, yes, yes. The first thirty minutes. This movie's only about eighty nine minutes long, I think. Uh, it's real. It's a slog a little. It's a bit of a slog. I actually said to my wife, I was like, let's turn it off. Like, I'm not into so, this. So, I mean, this is crazy. Uh, Chad told us to watch a movie. And about 30 minutes in, I was still like, what the fuck is this? This movie I understand sucks. that. But, how did, how but, did he make but, it to but, this? But, but I left my phone in my pocket. I didn't call anyone or text anyone or send them I really want to say I'm sorry again for that. And, yeah. I, uh... They're Thre- all- threatened to cancel a certain podcast <laughs> he does with his friends every two weeks. Look, I... Look. I change wa- the locks on the studio. <laughs> you have suggested some of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life, and okay. I do not feel like that goes backwards the other way. I generally only float one out there if I think it's good for the show. That being said, there's about 30 straight minutes of this movie where I'm like, oh boy, you know, like that's, I can understand you feeling that way, and I'll apologize. I do think it gets to a point where the concept of Charizard is if, <laughs> if, there's three guys that go to make a fake found footage documentary mm-hmm. documentary thing, but they want to pass it off as real in this town where there's a, a vampire, that this vampire has been found, and they're going to fake the fact they find the crypt of this vampire. But while they are there, they learn about a better... Uh, Legend, yeah. Yeah, some better lore. So they say, well, we'll just do a documentary about this instead. And then as they are doing that they encounter the actual creature, which, for my money, pretty fucking good concept. Yeah. I, I really do think it's good. Now, you watch this movie. It, I think they filmed it all on phones, and um, if you watch the credits, everyone has the same last name because it's this guy's friends <laughs> and his family. But I I do think that it, it, it once things start happening in the house, and I was really impressed by the fact that the budget seemed to be they bought three creepy masks, um, and that might have been it. Like, they had a couple yeah, of they friends. rented the house or whatever. Yeah, they rented the, an yeah. Airbnb, a pretty nice Airbnb it looked like, uh, and that was it. And by the end of it, 
when the shit's going down and they're the they, one guy that none of us liked at first. But eventually I liked him because he was the one guy saying, what are we doing? Let's get the fuck I'm, out of I'm here. Always I'm always a fan of that person in a movie like this. Yeah, And they came up with a way to keep them in the yeah. area, the danger zone that made sense to me. Where I was like, because in Amityville Horror, nothing makes sense. It's like, fucking leave. Yeah. Like, why are you still here? This one, they actually had a mechanism that made me think, well, they, had to, they got to stay there one more night. And of course, the one more night was the end of it. They, they didn't really have much of a payoff at the end of this film. But... um. I don't know. There was something about it for that budget and for like just three guys making a flick. I was pretty fucking impressed by it about an hour into it. That's why I appreciate, you know, services like Stream uh, Screenbox or I watched it on uh, Tubi TV, which also it, it's a free. That's app. your service, right? It's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Congratulations, I, by the way, I, I, all your I success. Ca I cater it. You can watch every episode of, of, of Transformers and every shitty cartoon like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of uh, MST3K content over there on nice. Tubi, too, which I'm a fan of. But you know you have to appreciate. All right, like like and and pretty pretty early on, I realized like these are. I looked into the team behind it. I'm like these are just people who are production assistants Man. where they can be, and they wanted to make a movie with their friends. And I I appreciate that. I will say when I was watching it, I I kept jumping between. Are they treating this like a? You're supposed to watch it like a product that is supposed to be unpolished and rusty, mm -hmm. or are they just kind of unpolished and rusty and not? Does that check, help them get away checking. with it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. That that's a great way to put it. Are they are they easily getting away with this being kind of almost an unfinished product because that's how quote unquote it's supposed to be almost like, you know, Oh, like our record is supposed to sound like shit because that's how we want it. To. You know what I mean? Like that's the, I, I, I had a lot of conflict going back and forth while I was watching this. Ultimately I walked away and maybe that's just because I appreciate someone being creative and doing creative shit because they can. I walked away thinking, Hey, good for these guys. Like, like, cool. That was cool. I, 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 it'd be, I'd be stoked if I could make something like that. Yeah. yeah that's what I kept, I couldn't, and maybe that you make a good point. Maybe I couldn't, cause I want to do that. And like they did it and th there's a movie, I think we talked about it on the show. It's called host. Yeah. Um, yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we did. And it's filmed almost, I think exclusively on zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 56 minutes long. I, I was thinking I think about that good. as I was watching it. I very much enjoyed that. It had that too. same kind of, we could, you know, this was made by people who just, Put it together. They had an idea and went similar, for it. Also if, pretty good. But if this movie was 56 minutes long, I think we would be talking. There's a bunch of scenes where they're sitting around talking about the movie they're making that really don't help advance the plot. Yeah. It almost feels like, well, we got to get to 90 minutes. I think if they just would have chopped that and said, we're going here and we're doing this because the parts where they're like going back and the, the girls standing at the window and like the, the fucking faucets are turning themselves on. And the, I thought it was so smart they don't have any VFX budget, clearly. So it smells bad. Well, how do we know it smells bad? They just go, oh, my oh, God. Oh, the Charman is here on your cast. I, I thought that was such a smart idea because they don't have any muck and money. Um, and I thought the guy with the mustache is is annoying as he was at first because he thinks he's I, I think he really believes hey man, I carved like four hours of my day to produce this podcast what the fuck I, that, well there's the, the, the guy in the movie with the oh, annoying okay, mustache not the guy sitting to my left um when he's bitching about the fact that there's like a tennis court there like th he had funny moments I thought and so th there was parts of this yeah. movie where I'm like if this is a tight hour I think more people would dig it rather than getting because I almost shut it off myself and, and that is where I I was having my problems is that like like eventually it becomes like a running bit that 
oh, we have to get B-roll. Take more Everything B-roll. About oh, yeah, B-roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making fun of, of that wasn't who is, tested you know, well. like the, 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 the film school guy, the film yeah. school graduate. Oh, B-roll, B-roll. We have to get B-roll. This whole movie is quote-unquote B-roll <laughs> right. for whatever they're making. And that's where I was like, so is this a, a plot device or is this just kind of how they're getting around? I think that other, was the like, setup. Yeah. Are, are they getting around other rules that you kind of have to play by when you're making a movie that people are actually going to watch? Yeah, I think that was definitely they set up what you were going to see in it by just they, they they put the conceit right there in front of you at the very beginning. Even when they said like they started off with that whole like, all right, so they just dropped right into a conversation about like, all right, well people are going to think it's real, but then they won't think it's real, but then they'll go like, "Wait, was this real?" and then so we see the behind the scenes stuff, they'll go, "Oh, it wasn't real." Ha ha ha. And so like they kind of give you that right out of the gate. They go, "All right, we're just putting our cards on the table and then so whatever looks completely DIY and unintentional is there in front of you and what happens that you can buy into you get easily suckered into because you're just going oh well this is just an unvarnished look at the crappy film that they were trying to make and then they don't have the budget but that's what I mean then when the real stuff happens quote unquote you go like oh I can get into this because I've I've bought into the fact that these guys are bad at making this movie in the movie right so at a certain point yeah i i that was bouncing around in my head and then at a certain point i said you know what yeah this is cool fuck it i i I get what they're doing by this point could have maybe been 20 minutes earlier sure but it's it's working for me i mean i was just laughing to myself because i i kept thinking about like when we went to when when chad and i went to laray yeah. With ponytails and cocktails to write that write, sure. write that album, hamming it up. Christine. And and <laughs> I, I remember I remember getting to the house and like it was still light out, but I remember seeing like no blinds on the windows and 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 fucking Lawson and I were sleeping in the living room Oof. of this house by the river. And I'm walking around, and I'm like, guys, this is, nope, it's not gonna work. No, and everyone's thank like, you. like, dude, what's the matter? I'm like, there, there literally can be anything past that window because there's nothing else for That's miles. Doing there's the just creepy yeah, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I tried to show exactly what could be out there, <laughs> and it's, it's been haunting Chad's dreams ever I since. Don't, that, I didn't cro- like that crooked man dance. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, very, no one likes that shit. No. It was very late at night, very early in the morning when Dawson was skulking around in the goddamn backyard <laughs> of that house. I was not a big fan. Look, I think that if you have the budget of the Poseidon adventure uh, and you fuck it all up, you know, it, you deserve more criticism than if you have no budget. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The part about this is we we talked about Grave Encounters a little bit. Grave Encounters has got a whole bunch of virtual fucking effects they're shooting a lot on of site. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like, is that a better movie than this? Probably, but it ain't that much better. Um, and there's something about your friend comes to you and says. I made this ashtray, and you look at it, and you're like, "Well, this is not as nice of an ashtray as I can this get." This is pottery barn, yeah. But holy shit, you made an ashtray. I'm keeping this in mind for Secret Santa in December. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I probably please don't make anything with uh, ashtrays for shoot. Hashtag ashtrays for shoot. I, I think the budget and the fucking cast. I, it's a very they did a a, a good job, and I I was I was excited to watch that because it you know. It just gave me more motivation. It's a shame Tor will never listen to this because, like, <laughs> no. this is like a clear out for him to save like at least a hundred dollars if he just knows that he could make an ashtray. No, no, you're, you're 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 focusing on the wrong <laughs> take here. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I really liked the scene where they were arguing in front of the tennis courts. Yeah, me too. Where the, where the guys like, no, we could just put the coffins over here. He's like. 
there's tennis courts <laughs> over here. I felt like I could put myself in that gentleman's sure. shoes because I'm going, what are you talking about? And are you looking at the scene that we're looking at? And that's when it was it was funny and like yeah. it was relatable. And then it kind of kept happening mm. for at least another like, went 25 back minutes. Like, Why did like, they yeah. pave this? I'm like, all right, holy fucking shit. Like this guy clearly thinks yeah. that he is got more comedy chops could, than could we does. could we could we get it up high could we go you mean with the drone yeah do you have a drone right like, yeah. but listen we, we hang out with a bunch of people we think are funny right like joe's funny like ant-man says funny thing i've if never said in, that if, but, but if they're in a movie amongst strangers and like you're watching them, like what the fuck what the fuck is the big deal about these guys yeah. you know they, they pulled off enough chuckles i thought where i don't know no, dude, yeah. I, 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 I totally get it. Like, I've spent enough time growing up running around with a video camera just thinking that Trying to do anything. We're, we're making yep. the coolest thing in the world because... As long as you don't show it to anybody e- exactly, else. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you clear those hard drives by the time you're 25. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's like... I mean, dude, like, like, Chad, it's like doing college radio. Sure. Like, you think you're changing the fucking world with whatever you're doing. I'm and the first person to ever do this. It's probably the worst thing anyone's ever heard, right. but, like... You're getting reps in, and you're doing something that, at the, like, it's important to you. And, like, I don't even mean it's to, probably like... probably the worst thing anyone's ever heard. I mean, well, hey, I mean, I'm speaking for myself here, sure. but... I mean, you can sit around making pieces of crap for yourself all of I mean, you can try to get better, but you won't get better. You're the so, worst. And Just give up. I don't mean to, to, to compare that directly to this, but in, in the spirit of just, like, supporting, like, hey, it's cool that people are going out and making something that, that guess what? I don't know these guys, but I found it interesting. Like yeah. By by the time yeah. everything came around, I was I was hooked. I was interested, and I wanted to see how this finished out. Absolutely. And if you can do that, you can capture a stranger. That's pretty much all you can hope for. And and much like the At other least. mockumentaries that we've watched, the addition of outside people makes a big difference. When yeah. they oh, yeah. talked to the historian. And he's there, and you just had an immediate kind of air of authority from the way he was speaking. And that and the guy way was a pretty was good actor. Like, yeah, I don't know if he was a real actor. He did. But... He did great stuff. Like Neil, the guy with all the books behind him. Yes, looked right, a little bit yeah. like Neil. Those books. There was the amount of books that were behind him that were a wide variety of topics. See, there, was, there was like one all about like sex. And yeah, stuff. it was just called good like, sex. Like, yeah. And there's like a <laughs> <laughs> then, they like, probably witch, I mean witchcraft yeah. and shit like they that. They went to a used book exactly. fucking bin, and I love it because it was a nice, fascinating detail to stare at while the dude was talking and so it was just it added a bit of a of a level of of authenticity and i thought the transition from the we're making this shitty fake vampire thing to we're doing char man to we're now in trouble i was yeah. pretty good i yeah. thought the, the script was good there the acting was pretty good i mean you yeah. know when it became the most compelling aside from just like like pure like setting and story right it's it's towards the end where you see the kids all over around the area with the masks on. Yeah. But when it when it went from a one-camera format to a three-camera format, yeah. and each of these characters are holding a camera and you keep switching between their point of views from different angles, different quality, that's when it was coolest for me. And that uh, that's when I, I'm watching that. I'm like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. Right. Because they're all of a sudden just like, not just with like the story and what you're seeing on screen, but like, visually from just like technical perspective they're making this more interesting labeling all those shots has got to be really fucking irritating too it's got to be a, a disaster <laughs> yeah um i, I you know i i'm not i have I suffer no delusions i'm gonna give it a three but i gave him a vilhora two so if this is a three then it's like hey man kudos to you it's a five like on a, on a different scale if, if you're going with budget and all your expectations and all that so 
Um, I liked it. I think if you have Screenbox, it's uh, it's a little slow to start. The ending didn't really have much of a payoff, <laughs> but uh, there's enough there to fucking uh, enjoy yourself, I think. So I think it's funny that you brought up Grave Encounters. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess not too much of a coincidence. We've talked about it like the last two episodes or something like that. I gave this movie a two and a half because I also gave Grave Encounters two and a half. Like okay. Grave Encounters... By the end of it, I think I talked about this on the last episode. I was like, "All right, it's been eighty minutes. It wears on you." Same Mm -hmm. shit. I'm kind of over this, and what for some digital effects, whatever. And it's kind of what I expected. And so, as I finished this, I thought, "Well, if I've given Grave Encounters a two and a half, whatever it was, two weeks ago, this is to me about as effective as Grave Encounters is by the end." So, I'm gonna go ahead and at least put them like on on the same level. Sure. Uh, And that was the biggest like grading. Criteria that I use. Scary Counters was so, scary though, man. I thought it was a scary fucking movie. It, it, it was. It was scary. I think, but more like jump scares than anything. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, the end is was, ridiculous. Yeah, that movie was eating yeah. rats in the basement. <laughs> That's and, 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 and honestly, a lot of I I would say I found more problems with Grave Encounters than I did with Charman yeah. because there was a little bit of that leniency of mm. knowing like this is a group of friends making something low budget, where Grave Encounters like. They have it a budget. A, it was a studio yeah. production. And so, yeah, I mean, two and a half, but but like in no way, for me, a two and a half is not a negative score. It's kind of like run, of the, run yeah. of the mill, like I experienced this, and I would always rather have seen a movie than not seen a movie. And that's why I'm, I'm okay with, you know, just seeing something and probably not thinking about a, a, a terrible amount afterwards, but... It, it it happened. You did not dislike it. In, yeah, I yeah. like I you know the problems that I had honestly were resolved by the end of it. So yeah, I think if I could give it a two point seven five, I would. But I think in that case, I would lean toward a two and a half um, because of what it is. I don't think there are any real like the the ending as you mentioned was just kind of it's kind of there. All right, um, and the slow beginning. Uh, and the repetitive jokes at the very beginning where they were all just really annoying. Like, the fact that the guy immediately goes, hey, when do I get paid for renting this car? Yeah. It's like, well, we told you not to rent the car. It's right. like, but they set themselves up as kind of doofuses, but they redeem themselves in the middle. So I would say, yeah, I didn't dislike it really at all, but I wouldn't necessarily... I don't know that I'd watch it again, and I, I probably wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Okay, fair enough. Um, do you guys see The Wailing? Holy shit. So I haven't rewatched it since we texted about it, but um for the next movie show. Okay. okay. Yes, please. Cuz go you haven't seen it, right? I have not. Yeah. Fucking Joe, you're going to love it. It's all Koreans. It's in Korea. Oh, yeah. Uh This is I, I scarcely I, know how to to talk about it. I I was I was uh, pretty surprised. I didn't realize like it's super accessible right now. It's, it's everywhere. Like, on Shutter and It's on and, Shutter. That's yeah. where I watched it. Um I walked away from this movie when it came out, like, so fucking stunned. And, like, it, it is... I think it came out in, like, 2016. Go to like it, too, if, because if I were to it, make re- a list, it, it requires homework. Yeah, it, right. it does require yeah. some homework. But, like, if I were to make a list, like, easily top five of that year when it came out, that this movie's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on a lot of top five mockumentary and found footage lists. It's on a lot of... There's a lot of Korean horror movies out there. It's on a lot of top five lists of that. Um... It's long as fuck, and it it didn't even matter to me how long it was. I, I watched it in three different 
viewings, and I'm actually glad I did because I needed a break because there's <laughs> almost like there's, there's acts. I mean, it is it's brutal, but it's also it's really funny. Like there's okay. a lot of funny stuff that happens in this movie. It's really well acted, um, and the plot is is batshit. Like to, to follow the plot, I would I would absolutely recommend if you're going to watch The Wailing, watch it. Try to you know muddle your way through it in the dark then read about it and okay I, i'm definitely then, gonna watch it again yeah, if we're gonna discuss it's probably it. if we're talking about it it's probably worth a, a twofer if you can fit it in oh um, watch it once watch it again after you've I mean, kind I of mean, soaked speaking, it in a little bit for you go like i know you you clearly retain a lot when you, when you watch something for the first time uh i will definitely be watching it and i might even like go back into a couple parts also just like it's something that i've wanted to go back to for a long time um, and I'm glad that uh, it seems like it's it's kind of getting an uptick and, and people finding it. I guess, it man. It it's really, really funny, um, really, really horrifying. And then the end, you're just I mean, you're kind of blown away at the end of this fucking movie. And it's available, looks like, everywhere. It's available everywhere. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I don't think you have to even pay for it. It's on so many yeah, different it's, services. Yeah. It's streaming everywhere. It used to be on Netflix for a long time, yeah. actually. It's on, it's on Prime, it's on Peacock, it's on... Pluto of all places. I'm really like, mad yeah. the movies that get pushed a lot. Like this, this movie should be, I, I don't know, it should be a bigger deal. It, I think yes, yes, hundred yeah. percent. Like honestly, I, I'll probably say this again when we talk about it, but like the push that Parasite got, mm-hmm. I think the Wailing also is way better than deserved it's, three years prior. Okay, it's, it's way better than. I mean, it's I don't know. I don't want to just compare it to other Asian movies. It's it's I'm talking about like like big pop like popular movies in America that were distributed yes. from this they, is they from come out of nowhere. Another yeah. market. Yeah. If this got the same push as Malignant or fucking, you know, which what was the one the the Parasite? Yeah, I think it'd be one of the biggest horror movies. But the problem is, it's a lot. Like it is a fucking. It's a lot to try to figure out by the end, and people are stupid, so I don't know if they'd be able to figure it out. The fact that the people are just living in the house, like, they're in the walls, we're all dead. Like, that's the parasite. Sorry, spoiler alert. But this is way more than that. Way, 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 way more than that. Um, and just, like, a lot of lore and a lot of fucking yeah. twists and turns and fucking this I'm character excited. isn't who you think this character I'll, is. I'll say this. There is some shit from this movie that, like, occasionally, like, it happens when you watch horror movies, you're laying in bed and you think about something, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have thought about that. (laughs) That still happens to me thinking about some stuff from this movie. Like, I think think that this movie's amazing. And an incredibly relatable protagonist. Like, the guy that's the main protagonist in this is flawed and he's normal, but he's also, like, he steps up and he makes mistakes. He's just, he's great. And there's a bunch of really good actors in it, too. So we might have to space these out, but... Since we're talking about the whaling, and we're also talking about like we've been covering mockumentaries and stuff like that. Sure. There's another movie that's on Shutter that I finally got around to last Birth year. Birth of a Nation. Called, it's uh, I don't think it's on Shutter. I'm glad uh, it was not uh, me this time. I, I uh, it's it, I I've been I, I watched it for the first time last year, but it's called The Curse um, or or Noroi, which is N O R O I. It's a Japanese. Does it have a scary mask on the cover? Yes. Yeah. It's a Japanese mockumentary, but you know since we're we're um, venturing into foreign language already once for the sure. next episode maybe we can save this but i'm just saying while we've been on the the subject of mockumentaries like like charman like like mungo like hell house this is another one that i think about a lot when i'm thinking about like oh this style of not just found footage but mockumentary or whatever that is definitely worth your time and i think super interesting so we can you know i i think run with that for the next couple episodes. Idea. Once, we, that. once we yeah. all get to it, I would love to talk about that one as cool. well. Because um, I think a lot of these movies are starting to kind of tie together. 
and uh, I also, it, 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 dude, it's it's September, which means it's basically October, which means it's Halloween today. Yeah, but the wailing shits on that movie so, you're talking yeah. about. Shits yeah. on that uh, movie uh, you're uh, talking uh, about. Agree. Pisses so and shits let's, on it. Let's Comes. start. Let's start Comes with the wailing. face. We'll start with wow. the pisses. That, that's that's yeah. really aggressive. Yeah, piss after yeah. like lots of asparagus, uh-huh. like an enormous yeah. amount. Oh, yeah, that's not even th- grilled. That's just, that's just full on disrespect. Steamed asparagus is what it is. Steamed. All right. So we got goats movie. We got a Cockney fucking crime thing and then uh we'll watch the whaling and then uh, we'll come up with a date to watch uh trick-or-treat and krampus yeah. love it love all of that all right i don't think we have do we have outro music donnie i mean i can figure something out we do but we do. i mean we should just keep talking anyway because I, as much as i enjoy listening to outro music i really enjoy talking about movies oh do you really yeah i mean i could honestly just go on talking i enjoy drinking night. though well that's true Don't sometimes i did uh, you know a little bit of booze a little bit of jibber jabber a little bit of movies would you rather drink in a stuff. big common area of an antarctic outpost or would you rather like have a little more seclusion i mean i like drinking with other people because i don't really like drinking by myself sure. it, it feels a little do bit you like, to like sad. checkers or starcraft up in your uh where you do it or do you like to play uh candyland or i mean you know i'm not really sure I'm, I, I like entertaining when i'm drinking sure I, like trying to entertain i feel like i need an audience and then when I'm drinking, yeah. I just keep on jabbering all night long. You like vodka or do you like... Uh, gin. Gin? Gin. I know, but I'm trying to do a McCrady bit. I know, bit. I'm you, just saying. You whiff twice. I said he's How? playing chess up there. And I know. He doesn't know shit. I'm tired of talking Dukes. I was waiting for him to come in. I said, in. I'm tired of talking Dukes. I just want to go up to my brand new house in Long Island, New York and get drunk. <laughs>